0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Real Talk Podcast, episode 23. As always, I'm sitting alongside my beautiful co-hosts, Seth, Cam, and Tyler. We got a packed episode for you today. We are finally, finally announcing The Real Talk Collection. After months of teasing it, we're going to do The Last of Us episode four and five review, as well as review uh, At Midnight, Somebody That I Used to Know uh, and Your Place or Mine we got a couple of trailers to talk about. we got a couple bits of news, and then we're going to wrap it up with our draft of the week, uh, which we will keep a secret until later in the episode. Um, As always, we are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Letterboxd. Please like, follow, and subscribe if you are already doing those things. We love you. We love you for the support. We would not be at 23 episodes without it. Patreon, our week-on-week growth on Patreon has been – uh, incredible. It, it has exceeded our expectations completely. And we cannot thank everyone that has subscribed to our Patreon. We cannot thank everyone that is active in our Discord. I mentioned this last week uh, on one of our real quick episodes The Discord being as active as it is, is easily my favorite part of everything we do in Patreon. So thank you guys very, very much for all of your support. We're going to get right into the episode. We're going to uh, kind of throw around the order a bit. We're going to test some new waters. Uh, So, Let us know uh, in the comments if you guys enjoyed this order, if you want to see us go back to the original stuff. We did post two real quicks last Thursday and Friday, our Ensemble review, as well as our top 10 favorite movies of all time lists. All of us gave our top 10, so if you have not seen those, they're on YouTube. Um, Those are patron uh, selected videos, Um, so if you're a patron, you would have gotten those very early and if you are not you got those on Thursday and Friday so if you missed those if you haven't seen them check them out they're there Uh, and of course this week we're also doing two more real quicks which will drop on Thursday and Friday Uh, the first one being a review of David Cronenberg's The Dead Zone and the second one being another draft of uh, of coming-of-age films gentlemen we're going to get right into it for the Real Talk Collection. Is there anything you guys want to say before we, we really kick into the Real Talk Collection uh, and the excitement here? I know this is something we've been working really hard for. Uh, Tyler, you've grinded the last couple of days trying to catch up on a couple of movies that may or may not have ended up in the Real Talk Collection, which we will announce in a bit. Anything you guys want to say before we jump into this?
1: I want to know, like, the Real Talk historians, we have some cool people out there that follow us that like keep data on everything we've ever said or do. When was the first time we name dropped the Real Talk collection? Because I feel like it might have been like episode three or something. Like, it was early on. Cause no. I mean, we've had this idea for a while.
2: Yeah, like early when we yeah. started with
1: Real Talk, we like came up with this idea. I'm like, yeah, it's a super cool idea. And then we compiled all of our lists, um, which you'll see what, what they are in a second. But, yeah, it's been a long time coming. And uh, we finally got it done. I'm gr- I, Yeah, I got through a lot this week. Because there's a lot of them that you three had rated except me. So I I got got through them this week. A lot of them are rewatches, but everyone knows I don't review stuff unless it's been after, like, December 2021. But, yeah, we're we're grinding.
0: Literally since the first day we ever announced the Real Talk Collection, which I think was as early as, like, maybe episodes, like, three, four, or five. Because we announced this early. um, I've received hundreds of DMs (laughs) asking about it. And I'm not even kidding you with that number. It's just what's the real talk yeah. collection? Like, what are you guys announcing it? Where, where can I see it? Or blah, blah, blah. So I know we're as excited as anyone else is to, to I, uh, finally reveal this. Cam, Seth, anything you guys want to mention before we uh, kick into our little real talk collection spiel? I, I just, uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta
2: come out with, um, I'm d- disgusted with a couple of snubs <laughs> from the real talk collection. But, uh, well, We'll get to that when we get to that. We'll, we'll
0: talk about why some movies were snubbed and why some made. There, there, there is yeah. a criteria here. There's, these aren't just a list of movies that we, you know, you know, mushed together and, and hoped for the best. There is a criteria. So we'll I
2: understand check. it. I'm still disgusted.
1: <laughs> <it. laughs> Tell us what the criteria is.
0: We will, Seth. Anything you want to mention before we jump
3: into it? Make more UFC cards in the UK, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking I tired. I don't know what time were you up till today,
0: or last night, or uh, today?
3: About quarter past six. Oh, Jesus Christ! It was good though. It was worth it last night. So I <laughs> I, I don't under- I still don't understand.
0: But why don't Why don't you like sleep for like two or three hours and then wake up for USC? If you? Because
3: if you're sleeping for two or three hours, you're just gonna wake up feeling groggy and more tired than you were before you went to sleep anyway. So. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know I mean, right.
2: usually, usually I'm the one to derail us.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: all right let's get into to the talk collection um i've written like a little blurb that i'm just going to kind of read off because i don't want to mess this up um because it's very important that we i won't read it word for word but i'm going to follow it as if it's like a little script and you know christopher nolan is telling me to improv a scene or whatever so <laughs> here don't we use go. bad
3: dialogue then oh, stop it
0: <laughs> here we go uh the official announcement Of the Real Talk collection uh, by the Real Talk podcast, George, Seth, Tyler, and Cam. We all have a Letterboxd account. As you guys know, Letterboxd has the uh, superior rating system of a five-star scale. It does. Very superior. I know Cam likes the 100 scale. I know Tyler likes the out of 10 scale. Five-star scale is superior. Anyways, that's beyond the point um the beauty of film is that we all have different opinions i say this all the time if the four of us share the same opinion on film this would be a very boring podcast tiktok and twitter would be very boring as much as the annoying like you know m night Shyamalan discourse is it's fun that we're not all just agreeing (laughs) on something i have to throw that one in sorry to all my m night lovers uh or haters i like you too um So last week, we counted down uh, on a real quick, uh, our top 10 favorites. And if you saw that list, you can clearly tell that all of our favorites are fairly different. Um, We all have different tastes. Uh, we, We all grew up watching different films, we all have different films that resonate with us and different films that stick to us for, you know, one meaning or another. Um, so subjectivity is a beautiful thing. One of my favorite quotes is actually from a fellow TikToker who wrote on one of her Letterboxd reviews after she saw Nope and didn't like it. Subjectivity is the most beautiful and heartbreaking thing in film. Um, so this is where the Real Talk collection kind of stems from, uh, the Real Talk collection, uh, in a sea of vast subjectivity is where we all congregate. Uh, it's what we are considering to be the best of the best, an exclusive collection of films that all four of us, myself, Cam, Seth, and Tyler, have all rated a five out of five stars on letterboxed. The four of us have combined to log over 1500, films on Letterboxd. I think I just cro- I think I'm approaching 1800. I think Seth is approaching 1900. Uh, I think Cam just crossed 1100. Uh, and Tyler, who we is don't still... at, do we don't
3: even know what Tyler's out it because he might I think be Tyler's at like 600. Hours. He's definitely he seen more like than 600 hours, films,
0: hours. but I think he currently has logged 600 on Letterboxd. Uh, so, again, we all have crazy different tastes. Uh, so, you know, personally, I give Dune uh, a five star. Seth hasn't seen Dune, maybe he won't give Dune a five star. Uh, you know, Cam gives Empire Strikes back a five star. Tyler gives it a four and a half star. So there's Hold a lot.
3: On me. On me.
0: <laughs> and and, uh, and so, so there's a lot of uh, subjectivity going on between the four of us. Uh, and, and where the Real Talk collection comes in is that this is where we overlap. This is where we all agree that a film is a five out of five star. It is an exclusive list of films that all four of us have given the highly coveted five out of five star rating on letterbox before we get into the official list which is currently 19 films deep is there anything you guys want to
3: say can i can i just ask something sorry tyler for making you do more work are we giving are we now giving the our our chosen one as well that we're putting in that we haven't all given a five star are we now doing that as well
1: i'm down to do that if you guys want. yeah to. we can do we it mate, yeah, I, yeah. i'll just I'll, I'll just double check it try yeah. to guess mine Try playing. I hope it's I think not we strong. all have
2: ours.
0: So yeah, <laughs> we so do. like
1: like Georgia just said, there's nineteen films total that all four of us have agreed are five out of five. And there's there's more that can be added and we'll talk about that too. But we all decided that we're each gonna put one film in each that maybe not all of us gave a five star, but it's just like so near and dear to us, we wanna put it in the collection because Real Talk Collection is about the real talk podcast tastes and what we all agree on is five stars. But if we really want to truly have a list that defines our podcast, we each have to throw in like one that we absolutely well, so- need to be in there if it didn't make it in there otherwise.
0: we'll we'll call that the the honorary edition from each of us. Um, and there, obviously, it's not like I'm not going to pick a movie that you guys have, like, two out of five stars. You know, I think every movie, or the four movies that we're going to pick, as honorary mentions, are still very highly rated films. Maybe just films that missed by by a smidge because one of us had it, a four and a half out of five stars or something. Um so let's just get right into it. Let's get right into our list. Like I said, the list is currently nineteen films deep. Uh, when I'm done reading off the list, we'll go into how this could expand in the coming weeks. But going forward, this is going to be a very exclusive list. You know, for example, there was only one film from 2022 that made it into the collection.
1: Wow. I don't.
0: Yeah, I, I don't see uh, many years coming where you know we have more than two or three, unless there's a banging year of film. It doesn't happen. Uh, so yeah, no exactly. It's something that's not going to happen often. Uh, that's why it's going to be a very exclusive list. That's why we are, you know, we, we did a lot of work to, to get this finalized before we finally uh, revealed it to you guys. So let's go through the list. Like I said, we're currently sitting at 19 films plus the four honorary mentions that we are going to add, which will bring us to 23. Uh, so going right down the list, not in alphabetical order. This is just the order I put them in. The first film on our collection is 2001, A Space Odyssey followed by The Shawshank Redemption, Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather, the only Lord of the Rings film to make this list, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, we have Bong Joon-ho's Best Picture-winning Parasite, Damien Chazelle's Whiplash, There Will Be Blood, The Social Network, 12 Angry Men, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, the only animated film on this list, Spirited Away, Schindler's List, goodwill hunting 1917 old boy memories of murder apocalypse now and the most recent addition to the real talk collection after Sun, and that is 18 films i believe i previously said 19 i fucked up it is 18 plus the four honorary mentions gentlemen any comments on those 18 films currently
3: in our collection there's some that hurt but that's okay <laughs> all,
2: all, all great movies uh you know a lot of snubs from my end but uh at least we'll, i can make one
0: right we'll, we'll get we'll get on to the snubs in a little bit tyler any comments before we move on to to everything that got snubbed and everything we're still you know maybe waiting for or for the collection
1: i mean yeah 18 great movies here the one i'm probably most surprised about is 1917 because i feel like out of I was, all these if i bring that one up that's the i one kind I of get agree the, i get the most pushback kind of saying agree. like oh the movie's mid, the movie's boring and
2: that's a movie that, like, when we started doing this, I was like, "Man, do I have that at like a five out of five? Like, I kind of forget about it as well. It's yeah. incredible, but mm-hmm. I've only seen it twice, and it was like when it was in theaters, and then I probably haven't
0: seen it in two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've said I've this been,
3: I've been about yeah. five times. Can't lie. Yeah, that's I love
0: that's it's it. a great I, movie. I yeah, I, I've said this several times. I think I've said this on the Real Talk podcast. I think Parasite is the better movie. But I think Sam Mendes should have won Best Direct. Oh for yeah, I agree. In over Bong Joon Ho, but I do think yeah. Parasite's a better movie. But I think that one shot direction of nineteen seventeen should have given Sam Mendes his second dir- Best Directing Oscar. Um, yeah. So let's move on. So the Real Talk Collection is still currently being worked on. Uh, there, there are a couple of movies that three of us have seen and given a five out of five star rating that one of us have not. There are a couple of movies that two of us have seen that have given a five out of five star rating that two of us have not. And there are a couple of movies that one of us have seen that one of us have given a one at a five out of five star rating that we're still kind of waiting for. So this list could grow in the next couple of weeks. Um, I know I personally, I'm going to be watching the father probably next week, which is, I believe I'm the final person to, to watch. So that is dependent on me. Um, Cam has films uh, like La Aine, uh Paths of Glory, and The Thing. Uh, Seth needs to watch Dune, Her, and Logan. Uh, Tyler's got City of God, Come and See, and The Silence of the Lambs. So there's a chunk of films that, that could sneak their way into the Real Talk Collection over the next couple of weeks. Um, but the idea of the Real Talk Collection is kind of exclusivity going forward um so like yeah but I don't expect
3: it to just pile up you know what i mean yeah like, it, it might it's gonna pile up in the next couple of weeks
0: just because uh, you know i think the list is at how many there are currently there's 29 movies currently that we all still need to see uh, in terms of like one of us giving a five a five star that could continue its way into our collection but in terms of new releases the idea of the real talk collection is to be exclusive um you know we i think I don't want to call us harsh critics but we don't just give out five out of five star ratings willy nilly i think i gave three uh new releases last year five out of five stars out of the 98 or 99 that i saw um i, I don't know how many you guys gave but i can't imagine it's more than five cam is holding up four fingers
3: i got um, four yeah four last year
0: yeah so i think we're all about the same and obviously there's the only overlap on our five out of five star ratings from last year was after Sun. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the, 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 tough conversation here. And that is the snubs. Uh, so we just go
3: in order and just say, whatever we can
0: go in order. Uh, just know what was snubbed, but just for, for you guys to understand why things were snubbed. Obviously, this is a collection where all of us have to give a five out of five star rating. I can't even tell you guys how many movies three of us gave a five out of five stars. And then one of us, uh, whether it be me, cam, Seth or Tyler gave a four and a half out of five or a five out of five. Um, but again, that's just back to subjectivity. Subjectivity is the most beautiful and heartbreaking thing in film. So uh, I'll go first. Dark Knight is not on this list uh, because Tyler hates me. Um, I know <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back is not on this list because Tyler hates Cam. Uh, and and I hate and Sam.
2: So, yeah, they, they don't always that.
1: drag me for that, and Seth
2: has yeah. the same <laughs> ratings. Well, Seth will get dragged I,
0: for other things, Tyler. We need to
1: no, pick who will
2: drag
0: I, him for a second. I, I always forget that Seth doesn't have the Dark Knight at a five out of five because he does speak very highly on it. Yeah, I, like do done, saying, I do have that. Yeah, you do have yeah, it at five out of five, right? Yeah, he yeah, doesn't have Empire at a Yeah, Oh, you are talking about Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I don't care. Whatever. Uh Should be in the collection, but that doesn't hurt me as much as Dark Knight. Um uh, one of the most re- more one of the more recent uh, exclusions to the list uh was La La Land. Uh, everything Everywhere All at Once. Is everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, that clown. was <laughs> both me. <laughs> um so there there were a ton of films that that could have made their way onto this collection but again that's why we're stressing uh exclusivity for this list. Uh that's why we're stressing the idea of subjectivity here because there are going to be snubs in the future. Um there there are going to be a lot of movies that three of us love and maybe one of us doesn't love as much uh, there might be a, a movie that one of us loves that the three of us don't love like i'm looking at the list of uh five out of five star ratings that i have that you guys that neither of you guys have seen you know in the mood for love inside and davis a silent voice
3: um, I've, I've seen inside and davis oh have you would you give it Uh, I give it a four, but I do need to rewatch it. No, it's been been a couple years though. Okay, I I didn't see you have it. I don't think I saw you have it rated on
0: Letterboxd, But damn, okay, I guess we're removing that one. Fuck me. Uh, (laughs) uh,
2: Uh, Just I'm I'm gonna run through a bunch of snubs real quick. You know, (laughs) Um, only having one animated movie, nuts. Uh, uh, Inside Out, Coco, The Lion King. (laughs) I'll I'll go. I'll I'll list a ton that are they're all
3: fours. Yeah, uh, yeah. I
2: I understand. I understand (laughs) for the weak minded, they may be forced, but (laughs) uh, for uh, for maybe, you know, not having a comic book movie. I understand. Maybe maybe it's not the perfect uh, genre for everyone, but there's there there should be at least one comic book movie, in my opinion. Still an option with Logan. We'll see what Seth has it as, Um, you know, in my opinion, The Dark Knight has been snubbed i don't think it will be snubbed for much longer i think things will be made right in the world at some point um uh, uh infinity war into the spider verse that's an animated and a comic book movie snubbed um and then and then when you get into a couple other ones that i believe haven't been watched yet for me um or i'm the only one that's watched them all the president's men great movie i hope you guys I, like I, I it i think
3: i like that i honest. don't
2: I, I, you know it's yeah i don't know how much you know about watergate um i I, know i know i
3: know know the topic yeah yeah,
2: i don't know if you give a shit about it maybe you will maybe you won't um but and then and then my favorite on this list that's a five out of five because i'm going to make you guys watch all of them mission impossible fallout one of the best action movies of all time watch all the movies they're 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 true i understand maybe not loving the fast and the furious but like once you hit um the fourth mission impossible like they're truly really great movies um uh but fallout is incredible so i i'm excited for you all to maybe get to that one eventually but that's five out of five okay seth uh, this is your job now watch them all you watch movies every day you can yeah watch but there, there, mission there's
1: so many
2: movies.
3: of them uh, there's, <laughs> yes there's so many movies always just watch them yeah, but I don't I have to watch an entire series to watch one film, must I understand. <laughs> I think <do>. it's <laughs> Ta-
1: it on me. It's not just me anyway. Technically well, he I, should well, do that I for think... Logan though too, but
3: No,
2: Logan is to. not I, I stand by. Logan doesn't have to be uh, uh Logan's not like a it's 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 like an anthology almost it's like a legacy sequel I'd i feel
1: like it. that's easy to say though after you've seen them all whereas like if you yeah. just go on blind you might retro- all right like, he maybe how many, watch- how many
3: x-men movies are there you don't have to watch every yeah, i'm not watching all the fucking x-men movies <laughs> you just maybe have to watch like one is two one wolverines yeah. watch, the, watch, watch the watch the original trilogy i've seen the ogs i've seen the and then OGs, wa- and
0: then just watch days of future past and then logan but yeah,
2: first, first class is really good too but it doesn't have it's
3: good all right yeah all right let's move on let's all that for me to give it like a three point five. Like, <laughs> God have we all You're mentioned fucking... our
1: snubs at this point?
3: Uh I I don't think you were Seth. Yeah. Uh, Tyler and Seth, what are the snubs? I'll just run through like a couple on my list. I think like the ones that are kind of like really high for me and says why well, I love no country for men, as we already mentioned. Um Alien. Who yeah. didn't have Alien at five? The cam. I think I i have it at a four yeah. and a half.
1: Disappointing oh, that one. Uh Alien.
3: <laughs> For me, uh, The Father, but then we don't know yet because obviously George is going to watch that. Yeah, I still that. need to watch that.
0: Uh, that hasn't and been snubbed yet. Yeah, it's not yeah, been snubbed yet.
3: I, I do feel like there's a, there's a small chance. Uh, I love that film. And then probably Paths of Glory before sunset. It hasn't been snubbed. It's still got to be watched. The Paths what? of Glory. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, I say looks, no, yeah. no. Actually, biggest one for me is The Shining because I believe three of us do have that uh, five. Yep um and then obviously my my big one which i'll give for my mention anyway oh banshee shout out banshees but i don't have too
2: many yeah i I will say sorry tyler real quick to steal i will say um seth i i I hate on you a lot you know like (laughs) i said i tweeted the other day um only to your face don't worry i'm not talking shit behind your back um but i tweeted the other day that you love to make me hate you um but right now i love you because i saw you drop the exorcist down to a four and a half so now i don't have to watch it so thank wow, you, very did much, you
3: Seth. really said that that was ages ago wow. all right you say ages I, ago I, i'm not I, keeping really... up with your letterbox every day <laughs> Seth. i don't check i really it. watched it and i liked it a lot i just didn't really have the same but although calm i i really don't think you'd have a major issue with the exorcist now exorcist well, is I'm not scared. scared i don't have to watch it, it.
0: If I'm being honest, The Exorcist—it's still a five out of five for me, but it has the same problem that The Thing has for me, where I don't think the practical effects hold up too well. Like the scene in The Exorcist where the girl's head spins around just makes me laugh now. <laughs> uh, and then the greatest line delivery of all time: "Your father sucks cock in hell, or your mother sucks <laughs> cock in hell." Like, oh, funny. that's kind of funny now. It's I a watch. Yeah, it's you $100. laugh. Yeah, like, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, let's. Well, Tyler has his. Sorry. Oh yeah, Tyler, me. my fault. Tyler, what are the yeah, subs? I know well, La La Land is top your list.
1: For me, La La Land is the same as Seth with Banshees. Where like I love it and it's so like near and dear to my heart, but I can see why it's not everyone's cup of tea. And I never really expected it to be like a unanimous f- four, five star across the board. I'm honestly surprised it even got three of us to get five stars. So that one, I'm not too broken up about. Um, the Father, we're still waiting on George, but that's my second highest rated film of all time. So Seth said, like, there's a chance really? it gets in the Real Talk collection. I think there's, like, a larger than a chance, which, shout out Florian Zeller, because my tw- Twitter time is flooded with clips of the sun right now. And everything uh, I just watched that too. Hilarious, yeah. dude. Um, And then, and then the, the two that are probably just, like, the movies that r- I have watched all the time when I was, like, really starting to get into film was, like, Nikron Prisoners back in, like, 2013, 2014, and uh i think both of those Seth has a 4.5 um but yeah i don't know like i know george with the dark knight and cam with empire strikes back which you know could be rectified here but i feel like those are ones that they're like super like near and dear to their heart that they're pissed aren't in it um whereas i feel like maybe seth's the same way but me like there's stuff i wish would have made it not really like terribly broken up about them not making it but i really like i will say i don't know
0: maybe this is a random point but film tiktok and film twitter has like made me realize that some of these movies that I love that I consider five out of fives are not as like unanimously agreed upon. Like, i all growing up, I always thought people just assume The Dark Knight was one of the greatest films of all time. But like being on film, TikTok, and film Twitter has made me realize that there's a large chunk of people that do not like The Dark Knight. So, like, it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Like, when Tyler, when you give The Dark Knight a four and a half out of five, like, that's still a very good score. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I th- I think just being on like film social media has made me realize that like a lot of these films that I consider to be the greatest of all time, a lot of there are people out there that despise. Uh, so obviously the Dark Knight being snubbed hurts, but it doesn't hurt as much as it's kinda like your your la la land thing. Like you could understand why people don't love it, but mm-hmm. it happens. With that film, said film social media has made
2: me angrier and think people are more stupid now. Yeah, shout I out hate social out. media shout I hate shout out media.
0: Seth for uh, the question and answer thing last night. I very much enjoyed reading all of those. Uh, except he did not. He did not answer my question. Uh, he didn't answer mine. My question was, "What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object?" And I was talking about me and Cam.
3: What's that quote from? <laughs> the Dark
2: Knight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, you didn't answer mine, and that's why do you love me so much? Um, and that was kind of.
0: <laughs> all right. Nice let's word. let's wrap up the real talk collection. Let's go. Uh, let's go in a little circle. Let's give our honorary mentions. So, like we said, there are currently 18 films in the Real Talk collection. There are currently, uh, sorry, I should have had this on hand. There are currently seven films that three of us have given a five out of five that one of us still needs to watch. There are currently six films that two of us have given a five out of five that two of us still need to watch. Uh, And then there are currently 16 films that one of us has given a five out of five that the other three need to watch. So let's go in order. Uh, we'll go just alphabetically. Cam, George, Seth, and Tyler, uh, and also Cam and George going first because I think it's very obvious what movies we are going to be picking as their honorary mentions. Cam, is
2: it obvious yeah, for? I, I mean, I would have gotten a fun one in here. I'm pissed off that I have to use my spot on what should already be in here. But Empire Strikes Back is <laughs> getting in the Real Talk Collection. I, it's, you know, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm, I'm lost on how it's not. But you know, we move, we, we di- we digress, and move we, we digress and
1: move
0: on. We digress and move on. We exactly. We digress and move on. I, I fear the Real Talk Collection is going to make us get hostile towards one another uh, in the future. All right, yeah. Which I which I cannot wait for personally my real talk edition is obviously the Dark Knight my favorite movie of all time What I consider to be the greatest comic book movie of all time Uh, It was oh so close to the collection. uh, So I'm not like upset. It's not like one of you guys gave it a two out of five Uh, so that is my edition Seth
3: I Think I know what you're about to add Barry Linden. Yeah, you're right Uh, Barry Linden. I I know only like tyler's seen it i think he gave it like a 4.5 but considering that's my second favorite film i it kind of has to be my pick to be honest because obviously i could go another lord of the rings but returning the king is already on there so i'll just take that and run with it so i'll go barry lyndon for mine yep all right and uh tyler i also think i know what you're going for please please be please be what i want it to be it could, yeah, it could so... be
0: one of two movies
3: please i think one of three yeah. i have one that i wanted really i'm only
1: thinking of two things. that i could have possibly added but to keep please the, be the... To keep this list sacred, I figure I'm gonna go for the one that mo- we have more average rated higher. George doesn't seen it, but I'm gonna go with the bow time because wow. yes. because seth like not only does seth give it a five star but seth gives I'm it like so a, a high five star because Seth, i think you've given like sixty five five stars something like that but it, i think about uh, ten,
2: 69 six. exactly because he made Well i say
3: 70 now i'll put one up the other yeah, yeah, i know before. i was i
2: was, I was about to say
0: nice damn it yeah <laughs>
3: but uh, yeah cool. i
1: think i think about time I, I know you talked about this last week but i can't remember I mean, it might be in, like the upper half of your five stars like maybe the middle to upper high
3: 80s half. i think it was high 80s i'm not sure pretty what sure it was
1: hold on if you have 60 like wait. What, what's your what number is it ranked about time for you like about out of your, out of your five stars like do you know what number and your like favorite films the greatest films of all time list
3: Wait who are you talking to here You you Oh I thought you were asking Cam. No, no. Uh, yeah, I think
1: you... it's like
3: 40s in the 40s okay. like low 40s I think like 42 so like that. it wasn't
1: really on like a razor's edge for you to be in your five star collection and like cam I think you gave it like an 88 out of 100 I believe but um, which is a 4.5 yeah, out of I'm 5. A, Whereas La La Land Seth I might gave it a 4. It. So even though that three of us gave it a 5, I, re- I really would love to see La La Land in. I feel like Damien Chazelle is already represented here. And I feel like about time is a little more of a – I mean, I, yeah, I'd say it's more of a niche pick. I feel like it's a pick that when I recommend on TikTok, a lot of people are like, oh, thank you. I watched it. have hadn't seen it before. But, um, yeah, so about time is what I'm adding. But about – sorry to see no La La Land.
0: I'll take it. It's unfortunate. All right. We will, uh, we will wrap up our Real Talk collection there. Um, wow. Once again, 18 movies, 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Shawshank Redemption, The Godfather, the Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, Parasite, Whiplash, There Will Be Blood, The Social Network, 12 Angry Men, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Spirited Away, Schindler's List, Goodwill Hunting, 1917, Old Boy, Memories of Murder, Apocalypse Now, and After Son, and then our four honorary mentions, Cam, Empire Strikes Back, George, The Dark Knight, Seth, Barry Lyndon, and Tyler, About Time. Those are I those episode... are
2: Real Talk collection movies. Don't be putting them in their yeah. own subsection. Those well, are Real Talk I mean, collection movies.
0: They are in their own subsection. Officially. Yes, they Officially are Real Talk, Talk, Real Talk. movies. Uh, drop us a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think about our collection. Let us know what you think might have been snubbed. Let us know what editions you love. Let us know if you like this Real Talk collection idea. I can assure you guys we spent a lot of time uh, working towards this episode working towards this announcement uh, this could have very well been a real quick on its own because i think we've been talking about this for like 45 minutes at this point uh, but let's move on to the remainder of the episode uh I, I think the one thing most people are excited to hear us talk about is the last of us uh and thankfully because of the super bowl uh episode five dropped uh two days ago or Three days ago, from Monday on Friday, so we were able to watch it before this episode. We're not usually, behind for the first yeah, time. Yeah, usually ever. we're like yeah. a week behind just because of our release schedule and whenever uh, the Last of Us drops. So shout out to the Super Bowl. Um, so we're able to review episodes four and five. Um, Seth, I- I'm always going to start with you when it comes to the Last of Us because you played the game. Um, you-, you have uh, you have that connection to the game, and I love hearing the opinion of someone who you know has something to compare it to like i love to see i know a lot of people who have played the game are saying that the show sucks i know a lot of people that play the game are saying that the show is incredible uh how did you like episodes four and five i saw you tweeting out and you also texted us about episode five yesterday after you watched it the heartbreaker of an episode
3: uh what are your thoughts on the last two episodes so i'll start with episode four um probably easy that way episode four was my i mean my, probably my least favorite of the of the of the season so far but i'd still give it like a solid you know 8.5 eight turn i think it served a purpose i think it introduced us i think it, it set up kind of the the, the start of ellie and joel's uh, relationship on their own kind of thing where Joel was kind of opening up a little bit more i think there was good moments and there was a good introduction into the collaborators into kathleen who's a who's a you know really interesting character to see and what i said about the last of us as well the tv show is what they're doing so well is they're sticking to the the game in regards to the meticulous details you know the, you know that shops they're in the small tiny details of the story but they're also not afraid to expand on it and actually add more in for the um for, for just better viewing experience because let's be honest the show is a show a game is a game they managed to put two and two together and add things to it whilst being simultaneously great uh episode four there was like the uh, quite an exhilarating scene with the 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 shooter, whatever, which was which was good. Um we obviously got the you know the end was the introduction of, of Sam and Henry, we didn't get too much in terms of the infecting and stuff like that. But I think with an episode like that, I think it was it was quite a short one, wasn't it? Like 45 minutes. Yeah, that was the shortest. Yeah, short yeah I think I think it I think it did it needs it did what it needs to do. Um a lot of people call it kind of a filler episode, but then I guess that is what was. But that is what most of the TV is, is just filling out space yeah. filling like out gaps, and I think that's important in terms of building a relationship over time as well. And just the introduction, and then we also obviously with episode five, we got the um the motives for, for Kathleen going after Henry and Sam. we got an introduction to Henry and Sam. Uh they chose to make um Henry Sam, which one's which? I always get confused. Henry's Someone's the old, old and one. Sam's the young one. So, yeah. So uh Sam um brother, sorry, not uh, Sam. Sam ha- is like deaf, has leukemia, and also turn yeah, fucking like destroyed me. Um there was a lot that was expanded on that in the game. So in the game he's not deaf. For example. Did you uh did sorry to cut you off? Did you guys Shit. so
2: at the end of the episode there's like a like five, ten minute little behind the scenes snippet? Did you guys watch that at all? No, uh, I don't. It's pretty interesting. They were just talking about it, like the director and and probably showrunners. I don't know exactly who, I can't remember, but they were like one one person was just like what if we just made Sam deaf and then that's another re- like connect but it, the the real point was it was like another connection between him and Henry is that like they they've grown to communicate in this way that like you know they learned uh ASL or yeah ASL um um in order to communicate and and things like that so it was like just another way to communicate but it was like, why? Well, let's just break their heart even more. Yeah. Let's make Sam dead. I had de- some death. leukemia in there as well. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just... I didn't know if that was a part of the game. They didn't. I really can't.
3: Do I don't think. It, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. If I'm honest. Okay. Um But yeah, episode five, we had, we obviously had the sure. moment with Ellie and uh, Ellie and Sam as well, which were really nice when they were kind of bonding. Which which is you know in the game a lot of it a lot of it was. Uh, we did miss a few parts when they're kind of you know when they go down into the building and they go down you know whatever. There's there's a few zombie encounters there which we kind of missed out, but then again, I think the fucking bloater scene in this one was so good. I got so excited when when they all come running out, and that's exactly how it is in the game as well. And you kind of yeah. hear the the music switch up. He's you know looks over, and then this fucking huge bloater comes out, starts like throwing people around. It was just it was so exciting. And then um, yeah, the ending was fantastic. Like I think the the biggest credit I can give to this show is I know exactly what's gonna happen every time. Uh, they don't whilst i said they 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 aren't scared to stay to stray away from the story for the for, for the better they're still sticking to to what the story is built on which is relationships just connection especially with you know in an hour episode i think it was maybe like 55 minutes we had a connection to these characters sam and henry already which is an accomplishment in itself um and then even though i knew watching it what was gonna fucking happen it still managed to just break me at the end um and and just destroy me and i think it's just um yeah, I think that was my my episode five was was my favorite yet. I think it was just a phenomenal episode of television. And, and and that my me saying it's my favorite yet doesn't really mean much anyway, because I think they've all been really good. I'm really just impressed with it all. Um but yeah, I think yeah, episode five was my favorite episode. Yeah, it had some of my, my best moments. Um it had some phenomenal character building, relationship building. And yeah, like I say, it's just it's just been a really, really good um gaming adaptation so far that I think majority of people are really impressed with. And I do believe that's in like a nine point seven episode on IMDb. Yeah, However, I'd... we don't know what episode three would be realistically yeah. without the people. Just yeah, being like, it more. would
0: be it would be a nine point nine. With yeah, like, you'd expect so, wouldn't you? That's yeah, true. everyone, uh, everyone calling episode four a filler. I think they're they're forgetting. Uh, and correct. correct me if I'm wrong, Seth. Obviously, because you played the game, but this is like a this isn't The Walking Dead where where this zombie outbreak and they're dealing with it. Like immediately, this is twenty years after this shit came out, so they've learned to, you know, how to avoid these zombies. Like I think the whole point of it is just how good humans have been accustomed to to avoiding zombies. So that's why I don't like freak out when you know we go a couple episodes without seeing one. Um, But also, as much as a lot of people are calling episode four a filler episode, there are some incredible character moments between Joel and Ellie in that episode that i think should not be overlooked because that is such a fine detail uh in in character development the fact that at the beginning of the episode um and and we're gonna talk minor spoilers i guess so if you haven't seen the episodes just maybe skip ahead like 10 15 minutes spoilers yeah yeah we'll go full spoilers to talk about but episode four uh ellie basically at the beginning of episode four ellie basically asks joel what am i um and he says your cargo uh and then middle of the episode when they're in that little shootout thing you know they have this really nice moment of like joel trying to reassure ellie you're gonna be okay you're not gonna get hit you know do as i say and you'll be fine And at the end of the episode they're sharing a, a really heartfelt laugh on the greatest dad joke i've ever heard um so it, it's it's little like fine character development details like that that i think shouldn't get overlooked and i think a lot of people are and i think the biggest reason for disappointment is People are just expecting every episode back, to be
3: back, Yeah, yeah,
0: like like an episode five, like the end of episode five. Um, so I, I really enjoyed episode four. Uh, it, it is in on my like ranking of all five episodes. It is last, but that's absolutely yeah. not a knock considering how much I'm loving this show. Uh, and then episode five was absolutely twisted. Um, they 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 didn't need to do that to me. Uh, fuck that show. Uh, I actually went home for the weekend, so I watched it with my mom and dad. And me and my mom were just sitting there, basically crying at the ending. Uh, obviously, neither of us have played the game, so we we didn't see it coming. Um, but even before that, that scene where the truck falls into the sinkhole and yeah. the camera and the camera like slowly moves closer to, so it. and so they all pile out. That was incredible. I, I tweeted that 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 episode kind of reminded me of game of thrones hard home mm-hmm. uh the scene was that? the scene it's the when they first encounter the night king on like that uh,
2: uh when they go like season
3: no
0: uh,
2: nah, season 5 no yeah you yes, you stopped three. at four didn't you Seth? no
3: i did see season four. Oh wait
2: i
0: think i do yeah yeah i remember yeah two. it was when they and then all of the walkers the white walkers just come out yeah. it's from... what the
2: it's like the it's the meme you always see where like they're leaving and then um right yeah. and the one and the. uh uh, ice king or night king sorry is is like yeah right raising everyone yeah. from the dead and
0: yeah. just watching them leave yeah. you'll and see so, that all
2: the time it's that it episode.
0: had like that that effect on me where these things just came out of nowhere and then seth touched out the bloater which was demonic this man grabbed this other guy's yeah. head and just ripped it which, off that was so his, cool. his first kill he literally just backhanded someone 20 feet into a car i was like yo I, I don't, I've never played the game, and so don't even answer this, Seth, because I don't want to know. But if there's a scene where, like, Joel has to go up against this bloater, I'm going to lose my shit. Um, because he'd get clapped, and I know there's going to be a way where they make it that they beat the bloater, but I'm, I'm patiently waiting for a scene where, like, Joel has to do something against the bloater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, the end of Episode 5 was just the most devastating thing in the world. Uh, once um, Ellie and uh, Ellie and Sam sent uh, shared a lot of great character moments because you know they are two children on the run who who know nothing but this world uh, so to finally have someone you know of their age that they can you know relate to and just have fun with and just forget about what's going on outside uh that was really sweet and that whole final conversation that they had uh, where they were talking about being scared and and all of that once Sam, wrote on his pad um is it still you inside if you get bit i was like fuck i was like tell me this kid didn't fucking get bit um cuz i was ex- i was slightly expecting it all week people are like you're not ready for henry and sam you're not ready for this emotion and i'm like what the fuck could you guys possibly be talking about and obviously then that ending took place and the second henry shot sam you just saw this kid die inside henry and I didn't expect him to kill himself. Uh, so that just, that took me by surprise and that, that really hurt. I cried. Fuck this show.
3: You know, if you weren't like a, a, a TikTok or whatever, and you you hadn't had people say, oh, this is going to be really sad, whatever. Because when I was watching with Anna, she thought they'd be like mainstay characters. Would you have thought that? I, I thought the same about Bill
0: and Frank. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. I I've said in my TikTok review, like the, this show does such a good job at building up side characters pretty much for one episode. It took, them, like, yeah, it, it no, took them 45 minutes to make me fall in love with these two characters, both Henry and Sam and Bill and Frank, and then they just rip them from you. But also, Seth, correct, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people said that um, Bill did have more of a role in the game. Yeah, Apparently, he did. it was like a, I don't know, like a school or a supermarket There's, scene. There was a
3: school bloater scene where they go up against like a group of zombies in bloater. That was one of... The main issues people have with season three—that wasn't the kind of thing. Okay, so, right. frank wasn't. okay, yeah. all right. Uh, uh And any closing yeah, remarks? Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, so. You guys kind of you touched on it all, so I don't need to go into it.
0: Episode four,
2: um, is my least favorite, but like again, like we said, it's like an eight and a half out of ten or something like that. It's it's yeah. incredible. I, episode five is now my favorite, um, and you know it's for the reasons you both all said. It's got great action as well as great character moments and. I, I think this show really understands that. Hey, we're gonna get a whole season with with Ellie and and Joel. Um, so each individual episode is gonna have them, but it will also have other characters who you're gonna care about even fucking more. And then we're gonna rip your heart out. I said, I said this is um, in my review of it. I said this this each episode is a season of Stranger Things, um, where they they give you a side character, they make you care about them. They kill him, um and but this does like an, inc- an inc- so much better of a job at making you care about these characters in the 45 minutes versus a season of stranger things um yeah. just because of the writing is so sharp and it, and it gives you those moments between ellie and and, and sam uh about being like they like ellie said being scared like she's gonna be left alone and then sam obviously um being scared that he's not going to be him if he's you know uh, a zombie um and fucking hell man i i told emma after this this episode i was like all right so now i'm just going to spend the rest of my life never being attached to bailey um and then just in case there's ever a zombie apocalypse because like yeah if i had to if i had to kill bailey and i i've only known my son for six months uh, I understand it's a brother, it's a brother thing in this show, but it is like that father son bond. If I had to shoot Bailey, I, yeah, I'd probably shoot myself. Like I, I'm just being. Why are
3: guy. you thinking of that? Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> dude that's a a dark thing.
2: I mean, like, I mean, like, have kids, man. Have a kid. It'll, it'll break your heart. Man, if you, you just. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm being honest so with you. Sure. I'm being honest with you. I said Jesus that in my review. God. Yeah, I'd probably shoot myself if I had to kill Jesus my son. Uh, dude you watched it on screen how am i the bad guy here i'm just being honest with you i have a kid it, it fucking hurts man and, well yeah i and believe this, you I just and this this it. episode just absolutely broke me and, and i was very sad afterwards and i'm not saying like you wouldn't be sad if you don't have a kid i'm just saying like this like destroyed me um uh, yeah that's really all i have to say i'm not gonna touch on everything you guys
3: mentioned but it's on fucking, your note what you said it's a like, fucking good show man i i do the most impressive thing is in every episode it is like a, there's so much that happens in yeah. the last episode it was what like 57 minutes and how right. much happened in that fifty-seven minutes, and the fact that it doesn't come across as like bloated or well, bloater you get it, it was fine <laughs> bloated or messy or anything like that is so impressive because we see shows and films do this all the time when they try and cram so much into a small time zone mm-hmm. and it just Cause like i've got so much going on in my head right now i can't really process everything but you end the episode and you're just like okay that was amazing even though yeah. everything fucking happened um tyler, tyler can you watch it please because i think you'd really enjoy it <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> spoil- we spoil everything yeah me. we are I, I,
0: we are spoiling
1: everything, also- Every time, I, i'm good at tuning you guys out so
0: <laughs> i uh i got sent a really uh and we'll wrap it up shortly but i got sent a really sad uh tiktok from my friend sam who uh it was basically like the clip of Joel watching, um, uh, Jesus Christ, Ellie and Sam play soccer. Uh, and it was like a TikTok edit that basically says, like, this hurt Joel more than ever because his daughter was a soccer player. Was uh, a, yeah. Or something. So that it was like, it was backed by like sad music. The TikTok edit makes it seem way sadder than me just explaining it. But yeah. I don't know. It's like small details like that. Like, if that was, There's a, if it was sorry. meant to be included, now you're good. But like, If it was meant to be included, if that was like the idea of like Joel's like expression during that scene, then that's just incredible detail there's there's also that like super
2: small detail and i know seth has seen this because he liked the tweet that i'm going to talk about but like the super sam like drawing of the mask on on sam's face and then the cinematography of of uh henry looking out the window and there's like a red stripe from like a reflection going across his face i didn't even know you fuck you writers of this show you assholes honestly
0: fuck this (laughs) shit. yeah like yeah this All right, uh, um, so let, let's move on. That that That's our review of Episodes 4 and 5. And, of course, Episode 6 drops uh, next sorry, Sunday, uh, unfortunately. Wait,
3: ages.
0: Yeah, it seems like ages. Since, uh, so we're getting the next episode. So Episode 25 will have our Episode 6 review, unfortunately, right? Uh, yeah, Episode yeah. 25. So we, we won't be talking about The Last of Us for a while unless we all just decide to get on a real quick maybe. Uh, moving on. Uh, we're going to review, uh, the, uh, impeccable romantic comedy, uh, Paramount plus original three, at, three at midnight. romantic comedies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Three. Well, we're going to start Valentine's with day. Baby. Yeah, it is. We're getting to Valentine's day. Um, uh, so we're going to start with at midnight, uh, which of course is, uh, is known around film and Twitter, TikTok for the movie that, uh, our boy soups has a cameo in. So big shout out to soups for that making his way out to the big screen. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> the movie sucks uh Tyler we'll start with you because I think you gave it the lowest rating of half a star out of five uh you really didn't like this movie uh it doesn't matter if we spoil I could not give a fuck uh so go for it
1: (laughs) again yeah and, and just to reiterate before we even get into this like everyone likes to you know to bitch and hate on soup soups on the internet but genuinely like awesome that he was in this movie like cool like I know he was only in for a couple seconds he just had a small cameo but that's awesome man like uh when i saw this and he started promoting it i was like oh this like the poster looks terrible this movie's probably yeah good. like
2: what did you expect <laughs> it to be any but, of? but no like i mean
1: but what i was saying is like there's still, like whitney cummings and anders holm and like people that i recognize so i was like okay this is like a like he was like part of a movie that had some like legit people and it's so, like congrats to him um yeah. that's the last also, nice thing i'll say about it
2: i don't want yeah i don't want to you know my review also to be like shout out soups whatever we- I-, I like soups but um i know people don't that's fine um soups is very much the uh the joker meme that's like you know i could post a shitty take and nobody cares but soups posts this take and everyone loses their mind and it's exactly that man you see it all the time on twitter and it's like shut the fuck up he's a 20 21 year old kid like yeah grow up and like get a life who gives a shit man like when he did all his when he did all his stuff like that like people tried to cancel him for he was like an 18 year old kid like everyone's stupid the shit i was doing at 18 like the fact that i wasn't online is is a blessing uh to me so it's like just shut the fuck up man um
1: back to midnight yeah yeah,
2: sorry just just (laughs)
1: like i don't know i'd say I'd say it wouldn't be a crazy take to say, like, Cam and I probably watch or are more like the rom com connoisseurs. Like, we kind of more enjoy mm-hmm. those type of movies. And and for me, if you're gonna make a rom like, corny rom coms is not a bad thing. Like if your rom com is corny, but you can make it like funny or have a good story, like, I think the perfect example is the movie Cam and I watched Falling for Christmas, which is just as corny as At Midnight, maybe even more corny. But I genuinely got laughs out of Falling for Christmas yeah. because it just totally leans into that. It's so ridiculous, so funny with the jokes, whereas At Midnight's corny, but also not funny, has unli- an unlikable lead. Um, and really for me, like, what I said my letterbox would be, I gave it a half star just because, like, the romance there just didn't hit. The comedy didn't hit. Plus, it was corny, so it's really not doing anything right. But Whitney Cummings being in this movie is just, like, weird. Like, she's a she's a well-established comedian. Just, so like, what did she, like, owe someone a favor? And then Anders Holm, who like I know because he went to Wisconsin, um, he oh. wasn't workaholics, like yep. big time comedy dude. and he was just wasted here. Like they gave him a couple little dashes of comedy, but he's like like I mean, workaholics is a cult classic comedy show that people love. and he's shown mm-hmm. that he can be like a very, very funny guy. So the fact that they like had him in this rom-com, but just didn't really give him much comedy at all, and he was just like in the movie a weird amount, like he's like in it, and then just like disappeared, and then like kind of came back, like it was just kind of a weird production that was thrown together. Is that, yeah. is
0: that the actor that the, the like the main story yeah, yeah, the Super, one that played yeah. the superhero that like okay. she's supposed
1: to fake the romance with. But like, yeah. so I feel like with the, those him and Whitney Cummings are the only two that I recognize in this, and the fact that they were in it so randomly just felt to me like they were just like signed to some production studio that was also attached to this. So like their contract said like hey like there's this movie like we need you to go be in it for a bit and i don't know like i said there's nothing much to go into here but for me a rom-com has to either be super corny good romance or funny like one of the three and it just didn't do any of the three well so yeah. for me it was a half star um shout out soups but this sucked
0: yeah yeah we'll we'll reiterate shout out soups because this is not against tay this is just a Bad movie. Yeah, I feel like uh, we have to prop it because he he hyped it up so much. Yeah, he hyped the movie up a lot. Uh, yeah, I just everything Tyler said. There's no need for me to even talk, but it's almost as if they had a checklist of every single romantic comedy cliche, and they just made sure they clicked every single one. And one thing that Tyler, you actually mentioned in your letterbox review that that I completely agree with is this was such an. Uh, unbelievable romance mm-hmm. that it just like completely checked me out. Um if in any world any world if a hotel manager walks in on one of the biggest stars naked that guy is going to jail. Yeah. Uh, I don't oh, care yeah. what anyone says. That guy's yeah. going to jail. He's losing his job. He's never talking to his family again. Yeah. Uh, so it was just such an unbelievable romance. And then I also feel like and this is such a stupid criticism for a Paramount Plus original rom-com, but it was rushed so quickly. They it, the, the scene where he sees her or he almost sees her naked, not even 10 minutes later are they like sharing their first kiss on the dance floor um and that just like it was just unlike like is this actress so down bad after being cheated on that she's just gonna pick up the first dude that sees her naked i don't know it was it was just such a poor attempt at a romantic comedy but you know i didn't expect anything going into a paramount plus original film uh i will say there was one part that did make me chuckle a lot and it was the guy from workaholic that tyler said the scene where uh monica barbaro's character is like i need more space and yeah. he just starts running away yeah, yeah, and going, yeah. is this more space i yeah. actually did i laughed at that that was the one part that genuinely made me laugh uh i thought that was really fucking funny uh but other than that shitty movie um yeah like,
2: like i said the last plus i'm not gonna just keep harping on everything you guys said but um I will say this week we were like, yeah, let's reveal the Real Talk collection. We don't have any things to talk about. And then <laughs> like, we have like five reviews this week, whatever. <laughs> but uh, Mark Monica Barbero, I, I really liked her in this actually. And I really like her in general. I, I've only seen her in this and and she's Phoenix and Top Gun Maverick, um, which she's good in her small role. I'm glad she's getting roles. I think she was good in this. I, but I really fucking hate Diego Boneta is his name. God, he sucked in this thing. And I think he was terrible. And I don't think he was like very charming. And every, all the line delivery was super awkward. And just, I I really didn't like him in this. And then I looked up his filmography because I didn't know if he was in anything. And he's in apparently Father of the Bride, um, which is a movie I started and and didn't finish um, from last year. (laughs) Uh, It's on like HBO Max or something. I watched like the first 14 minutes and it's pretty tough to make me, not continue a movie but that felt like the like just most boring movie ever so those are my two like takes from this is that like i really liked one main actress and really hated the other main actor i gave this movie an 18 out of 100 um it's like a a one out of five stars i I don't know everything you guys said the last the last paramount plus original movie i watched was infinite and that thing was piss but
0: a little bit better than this i guess so the one reason i love your hundred point scale is because an 18 out of a hundred sounds so, so much worse than like a one out of oh, five yeah. Yeah. Like, dis-
1: one, one last rant, like thing to touch on for this movie so just like for people because like i mean i don't recommend people watch this but just for how unbelievable this romance is so mm-hmm. The main the girl in the romance is like the a star of like a, a superhero universe of films and then like Soup's cameo is just him like reviewing or talking about like the oh, Yeah, he's Supes. He's, yeah. He's Soup's like, Yeah, he's literally Soup's he's him. But but <laughs> he is I'm him. shocked
2: they didn't just give him his like his YouTube. <laughs> yeah.
1: But um but like so the, the romance basically like she's like the star of like a cinematic universe of superheroes that's like well known popular. She's basically like
2: Scarlett Johansson. No, like, so right. Like, so like she's Scarlett yeah, she's Johansson. She's
1: because she's like the star of not just a movie, but a cinematic yeah. universe of superheroes. And then like a, a hotel lobby boy, like goes into a room to change out her towels. And that's how the romance starts. So like Scarlett Johansson oh, yeah. and a hotel lobby boy. And then the funniest part about this is that he takes her home to his family. And he's like, nah, she's just a friend. And like acting like yes. she's not important. Yes. But it's like a random ass hotel towel changing boy brings home Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> and I he's like telling his family, he's like, no, mind. like nah, she's like, not important. Like, we're not like that. Like, dude, if you bring, like, you're going to hype her up. Like, you're going to be like, yeah, of course we're dating. We're getting engaged next week. Like, Scar- it's it worth
2: is- noting. Sorry. It's worth noting that like uh, um, Anders Holm in this, who's like, who's like, we'll say the Robert Downey Jr. in this universe. Cause he's like the other yeah. guy in this cinematic universe. He's, he's nominated for an Oscar at this time, but we don't know what for. So I am under the impression that he got best actor for this super, super society. Um and and you get like a small clip from them from the movie. This is a tough universe if that's getting an Oscar nom. <laughs> this is worse than Our Universe. It, this makes Our Oscars look like the fucking Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> like it's incredible, man.
0: Yeah, the whole, whole whole movie was just a
2: bunch of red flags of just shitty romantic comedy cliches. Oh, and... uh, I don't have any notes for this one. I have notes for. Right, we'll, we'll wrap it up
0: there. Uh Again, soups, good shit. Your movie sucked unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. I love you. Um to uh I don't even know which one of us watched somebody I used to know and your place or mine. Uh, so oh both of you did. T- <laughs> All right. Yeah.
1: Let's let's we're the rom com guys this pod. Yeah, not, I not actually just...
0: <laughs> I haven't watched some place or mine, I'm going to um and that'll be my tenth tenth twenty twenty-three
2: movie. <laughs> All right,
3: let's
0: Let's that, start with somebody I used to know since you both watched it. Let's hear your quick thoughts on what I assume to be a bad Prime Video original film. Uh,
2: it's actually not as horrible as this, and I think people like it a lot more than me. Um, I gave it like a 41 out of 100 or two 2 out of 5. Um, and I think that's pretty low from what I'm seeing on Letterboxd. It's like a 3 average. I, for about an hour and 20 minutes of this movie, I fucking hated it. I like was so mad because this movie is setting itself up. (laughs) That was a little bit earlier in the movie, but yeah, sure. It's got a lot of random nudity, but we can get to that. Um, God, for the first hour and a half, it's setting itself up to be this, like these two women are like wanting to pursue something so much more, but they're, they're stuck at home because this deadbeat guy, like refuses to leave his family Um, and I'll find I'll figure out his name. I I already forget it, but whatever. Um, he he refuses to leave his family, so Jay Alice is is Sean. Um, and and that's like so he he wanted Allison Bree to stay home with him and they were in a relationship. She went off to LA to do her own show, which good. You're a fucking documentary star. Fuck, Fuck this guy, God. And then and then Kiersey Clemens, who plays Cassidy, who's his new girl, is like a punk rock star. We'll get to that. Um, is a punk rock star who wants to go tour, But no, she's going to stay at home for this guy to be a stay-at-home mom. And I'm so tired. And as like a married guy, and again, like this isn't anything against people who aren't married. It's so fucking annoying to watch these these movies that like just make the guy be like, hey, this is my end game is uh, marrying this guy. Fuck that guy. He's a bum living in with his parents still. And he works with, for his dad's company and it pissed me off so much. And then the last hour actually subverts that uh, or last half. Uh, 20 minutes subverts that and and like the guy ends up being like hey i suck and i want to go touring and he doesn't end up getting back with allison Bree, which again i would this movie was tracking to be a half star for me like a four out of a hundred probably um because of how much i hated it and hated that like just basic ass cliche um where the guy is the savior or whatever but um, it, it subverts it. He, he ends up with Cassidy, who's the girl he's engaged to at the time. Um, they go on tour with their punk rock band. And then, again, like I said, we'll get to that because I have notes on that. But I, oh, I want I want Tyler. Yeah, you'll you'll love it. Oh, also oh. shout out! Sorry, shout out Haley Joel Osment. He's hilarious in this.
1: Dude, yeah, I, I feel like ever he's since so he was funny. a ever since he was a child star in like all those M Night <laughs> yeah. movies, he's just had yeah. such fun roles. Like I don't know if you've seen like Silicon Valley, where he's just like a tech yep. billionaire. Like yeah, he just he's every hilarious. movie I feel like I see Haley Joel Osment, and now he's just having a blast. So he went from yeah. child star, just like now he just has fun in his roles. Yeah, but yeah, I'll get my he quick thoughts. Helpful. So, so basically at a high level, this movie's like Alison Brie, like you said, like leaves this guy, but then she comes back to her hometown and reconnect rekindles things with him. But finds out he's about to get married so kind of the way this is tracking like cams over the first hour 20 minutes is like allison breeze coming back home and is going to just absolutely ruin this guy's relationship with his fiance. it's going to ruin this guy's relationship with his, his fiance, and instead like it's tracking like oh he, she's going to get back together with him but then kind of like what it all is is like she goes there to like quote unquote like blow up his life like everyone's like what are you doing you're gonna ruin this marriage but what you actually end up realizing is she like does blow up his life, but like in a good way by making him realize he's just like a shitty dude and needs to like let his woman be more free, and then it all works out. But um, one, what I think is funny is like so she goes home and like she was with this guy for a long time, so like her his parents know her, and then his parents are like. Oh, you should be, like film the wedding. Like you're like a big time Hollywood... on her
2: iPhone 14. No, right? Yeah, by like, the way. you're a big time <laughs> yeah.
1: Hollywood videographer. Like we would love to have like such a talented professional be like filming this wedding, and she's just standing there with like her iPhone. Like what the hell yeah, are you
2: doing here, dude? Yeah, that's bad. Um, so
1: but it's directed by Dave Franco. I thought it was his directorial <laughs> debut, but it's his second film he's directed. Uh, Alison Breeze, his his wife.
3: What's, what else has he done? The uh, Rental. I've, I've seen that. I've yeah, The Rental
1: movie. 2020. It's
3: not, it's not very good. It's not very good. I like Dave Franco.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, like Cam said, like, so of the three rom-coms I watched this weekend, this was, like, the most, like, believable in terms of story. Like, it's not great, but the other two are so, like, just so far-fetched and stupid. Um, but like Cam said also, this is a movie, like, gen- generally people are liking, and I don't think it's a bad movie by any stretch. I give it a two-and-a-half star. Um, it I probably
2: just, pissed me off more than most. Like, I, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just...
1: Yeah, I just to, to me, like... I don't know if you want to get like, I'll, I'll let you go under your nose kind of Cause really the main thing <laughs> is like, it was just a weird movie. Like it was written also weird. Yeah. So the sorry, weird.
2: This, the nudity is weird. Um, this is like the, so um, Cassidy who's, who's marrying uh, Sean. Now the new girl, the new fiance. Um, she has, she's like estranged from her parents. She doesn't invite her parents. Then fucking Alison Brie goes and invites her parents to the wedding. And, and that just pissed. And then it like, it like like I said, the first hour twenty is very um, straightforward, and maybe I should like it more because it subverts. But I think the first hour twenty pissed me off so much. You know, it starts off with like this new fiance is the worst. Fuck you! Don't go to this person's wedding. Like you suck for this. You're the ex girlfriend. Fuck off. You shouldn't be in this person's life anymore now that he's getting married. If you guys had if you guys had that like big of a connection, like you're it's fine if you're friends. Um, and you guys dated for a little and you've been friends forever. But no, you came back to town to hook up with him again. And then now you find out that he's w- getting married and then you go to the wedding and basically ruin everything at first and then make everything better, whatever. I'd still fucking hate you. Uh, just like like if someone if like one of like Emma's ex-boyfriends came to our wedding and wanted to get back together with her, I'd be
3: like,
1: fuck off. I, yeah, I,
2: I don't t- care if to the, that I'm, point, the guy. I, I'm the bad I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the face, you fucking loser. <laughs>
1: to, to that point, but, I will say that the friends did a good job because all the friends were based. every time she would show up, all, all like the friends of the guy were like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, leave. Yeah um and Danny speaking to that like just because it's like kind of a community reunion because if you guys watch yep. community like abet is like the best friend of like the guy so like you know there's and allison brie obviously community but yeah like shout out to the friends at least because cam like you said yeah bonkers that they do that, but agree. at least the friends are like fuck you leave
2: moving on to like my my not pissed off just funny comments so as i mentioned she is a punk rock singer in a band oh that's going on tour her. here is the opening line to the song and i i listened to it and i always have subtitles on so i listen to it and i'm i'm reading the subtitles as i'm going i'm like no fucking way so i had to rewind and write it down you're so punk rock how'd you get so punk rock you're really so punk rock so fucking punk rock two times so so fucking punk rock again so really punk rock that's the opening five lines to this is punk rock in every single line and that and that ruined me i was i was dying laughing and then um um yeah when they're when they're getting you know you think jay okay so Jay ellison and, and kierce uh kiersey clemens sorry if i don't pronounce any of these names right are getting in, they're in their fight you know it's the classic like we're gonna fight and break up so then he goes to allison Bree's room and they're they're like you think they're gonna get back together but then he she tells her she tells him that her show got picked back up by the studio. So she's leaving. She's not staying for him. And he says, This is classic you. Again, just fuck you, dude. Get out of here. She has a life. You live with your parents. Piss off, man. Um, and then also uh Haley Joel Osment um uh, was the best man. He's he's uh Sean's brother. Um and he starts off with with he starts off with the best man speech with as Michael Scott. From the office would say. And again, it's just such a movie thing that it's like, we know who Michael Scott is. You don't have to preface from the office. Everyone knows he's from the office. And then I have this uh right here, prime video tweeted. You know your wedding speech open opens like this, you know it's or when a wedding speech opens like this, you know it's gonna be good. No, fuck you. This is the (laughs) most like poor this is the worst writing in any movie ever. You don't have to preface who Michael Scott is. Uh, those are my three points <laughs> move on
1: yeah so all right I, I, and you you didn't see your place or mine right no
2: you, move um, yeah you got okay, it
1: okay so we'll roll into uh, we'll roll into that one because i was the only one who saw it so I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it quick so there's another netflix rom-com just like you people which you people cam and i both agree like the or like everyone agrees on the reviews that the romance is just so unbelievable like it would just never work um which is funny, there's a t- commonality here between that and Your Place or Mine, because Your Place or Mine also is another Netflix rom-com that came out, like, what, like, two weeks after You People, with another just stupidly unbelievable romance, so basically, like, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon hooked up in 2003, and then, like, Ashton Kutcher's, like, a hot shot, so he moves to, like, New York City, and he says the reason he leaves, because they're both in L.A., then he leaves for New York City, and he says the reason is because he's afraid of earthquakes, so he leaves in 2003, and they basically never see each other again, but they, like, talk from time to time, like, texts, call, like keep in touch and then like 20 years later she has to go to new york city for like a class she has to get for her accounting accounting degree or something to move up in her job um but basically like she couldn't get anyone to babysit her kids then ashton kutcher's like hey you come to new york city to your class and i'll go all the way to la and babysit your kid so then he goes there does a classic thing like reese Witherspoon's a classic mom like oh no eating any bad food no doing anything dangerous and ashton kutcher goes there he's like Hell yeah, like we're gonna eat pizza and I'm gonna make you try it for the hockey team. We're gonna go to like hockey games, like just classic, just like total opposite type of parent. And then Reese Witherspoon goes to New York City and does her class and meets guys there. And it's just like basically they flip spots for the entire movie. And this is almost like a two hour movie, so rom com should never be that long. But the fact that this is a two hour movie and like an hour 45 of it is them not even in the same, they're literally on the different coasts of America. And then the last, like, 15 minutes, they, like, meet up in the airport after her kid, of course, gets, like, a major injury playing hockey because he let her play hockey. Let, he let him play hockey. So she's, like, freaks out and comes home. Then all of a sudden, like, 15 minutes, they just, like, all make up. And, like, they, they decide, like, move in with each other. And they're, like, going to get married. And it's just horribly unbelievable. But I think, like, the funny thing is with both Netflix rom-coms this year so, there was, like, the news that broke with you people that Jonah Hill and I, I don't know the name of who his girlfriend or or ended up being wife in the movie was, but their kiss was CGI. Like they never actually kissed. No, in is, that, is that true? <laughs> I thought really that was a mean. It's true. No, it's true. true. So they never actually kissed, which is like really the funniest thing it. because like everyone before that news came out was like, this is the most unbelievable romance that could never happen. And then just all devil's advocates would be silent. when they're like, yeah, they actually never even kissed on set. They CGI'd that. So in your place or mine was also all, all over social media. Why? Because what Ashton is Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon and all of their press tours were always like standing away from each other, that, awkward, so. never, never like close and touchy. And it's just like weird, like both that both like there's got to be a theme here. You got to notice Netflix. Like if both your co-stars like are so have no chemistry with each other, the movie's going to show that. And it's it just yeah. wasn't great. Just wasn't very funny. Um, Just another classic, like, corny rom-com where, like, the two are just complete polar opposites that just should never work out, but then, like, they just randomly do. Um, But, yeah, I'll leave it there. I gave it, like, a 2.5 out of 10 for 1.5 stars. But, yeah, so, like, weird that Netflix a kiss. Weird that Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher were, like, distant from each other on the red carpet. And then I know you weren't planning on it. If you wanted to touch on you real quick, but it just fits into my thing here is, like, for you also, like,
2: we're, we're late. You's fine. Yeah. Okay. Move but on. but
1: I was just saying like you for ben, Penn like Badgley you. says he's not going to do any like sex scenes anymore because he's respectful. Yeah. To his like a woman. So like a lot of weird things going on. A lot of people are pissed yep. off about those things. And uh, yeah, it's just, no. weird. And, and I, I, I don't know. A lot of people all are pissed people, about the Penn Badgley. Thing.
2: All those people sit at home and jerk off all night. They don't have a real relationship. Shut up people.
1: <laughs> no, it's They're like fine. actually like Hollywood people are saying like men, like this is so stupid these days. Like it's not, but I mean the thing that's is that's why like,
2: all you Hollywood people are getting divorces. <laughs> Their, not, like, Machine true, Gun but... Kelly and Megan Fox are getting a divorce right now. Or yeah. Like, yeah, that was
0: crazy.
1: Like, like was it, there's reason
2: for it. Maybe but Ben I, Badgley doesn't want that.
1: I just think it's weird how he won't like have sex. I'm like fake having sex, but he's like fine just murdering people. Like that's okay.
2: Not the same. I think when you have sex, sorry, we don't. Have true, killing people's
1: name. worse than sex.
2: No, yeah. I, 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 I'm not arguing with that. But like, he's not actually killing people. First off, so like, he's not but, actually he's not having sex. sex with people. No, but you actually like kiss, yeah. and you actually like like show passion and stuff like that yeah but he's not i wouldn't so want to watch son, I, I, I don't artist. think emma would want to watch me do that and i wouldn't really well, want to watch like her do that
3: don't be an actor in romances then I, the, I think he he got
2: in this role and then got married so now he's like hey maybe i shouldn't be like doing
1: this you shouldn't anymore.
3: sign up to be an actor then <laughs> 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 you're you're fucking we're
1: all tied we're all tie, we're no. all tie this oh. up is that in in your place or mine ashton kutcher and reese witherspoon kiss in the movie like a long passionate kiss so if you're gonna sign up for a movie to do that Maybe have an arm I'm around. I'm not a girl saying and it's card. a bad
2: thing. I'm just saying, like, you don't always have to. I think it's, I think it's good on him to maybe be like, "Hey, I just, I don't really want to." I also don't think a sex scene really adds anything to the move, to the show. You, like, if we're if we're being honest,
3: I, I don't know. Come season, like, I would have liked a sex scene to spice it up in that season. I didn't really enjoy. it. So All right, we are know. going on a rant. So let's move on. Well, uh, to be we... fair, we were going to originally <laughs> give my thoughts on you anyway. So yeah, oh, go. were we? Originally, yeah, we didn't have it to oh.
0: run rundown, but no, I didn't have it rundown. It's all right. Um, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, but we got two trailers: uh, Fast X, which I don't give a fuck about, and Air, which I kind of don't give a fuck about. Uh, Air being the uh, mm-hmm. the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon story of Nike uh, and Michael Jordan. Uh, mm-hmm. Any thoughts on either of these trailers?
1: I think Air looks great. Yeah, what what are I'm we talking about? We don't Air. care
0: about Air. I'm really. Excited. I thought. I thought air looked as corny and cheesy as possible. Uh, I don't it know looks what like looked. I don't know. I think it looks like a Wolf of Wall
2: Street, but probably better. I don't day. know. Like, I, you you I... really like Wolf of Wall Street? I I enjoy Wolf of Wall Street Dude. too. But what do you
3: have Wolf of Wall Street Raiders? Come
2: like an eighty-five well? or eighty-six or something like that. It's a five out of five i'm just saying ben affleck very good director doesn't get enough recognition also phil knight Sonny, whatever his name is the michael jordan story it looks interesting i don't know how you can say you don't really care about it
0: at least, I, 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 at least i, it's an I, original I don't idea. care about the story The the trailer just didn't do anything for okay me. It just that's fine looked like a very cheesy go fast know, x people people flick. writing you off you do yeah, your as thing the, as they there. should. People should be writing off that.
2: Nah, face. man, give us give us just fun bullshit now. Turn off your All brain for right, uh,
0: We got a couple of bits and news. Nothing. Uh, nothing too taxing. The biggest one being Disney announcing four projects that are in the works: Zootopia Two, Toy Story Five, Frozen Three, and Inside Out Two. Um, Toy Story Five is the one that really stands out the most because uh, the the original trilogy on its own stood as one of the greatest trilogies of all time. And now I just think they're kind of uh, just inflating it for cash. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be good. I think Toy Story Four is still a very good movie. I just don't think there was a need for it. But as we've always said, there is no need for any movie. Um, Inside Out Two, I could personally do without. I love Inside Out. We knew
2: about Inside Out Two, man. Did we? They just announced it. Yeah, we. T- it. No, they did not just announce it. They announced it. We talked about it on our very first episode. It's about like her growing up, and they said they're gonna like mention periods. We've talked about. Oh that. yeah. We talked about That's it in so our weird. very first. Why did they just?
0: I just saw all the posts on it. This no, I thought you were just adding. I thought you were just adding it as like a. No, ev- everyone's posting on Twitter. Like uh, Disney announces four new projects, and Inside Out two is there. Yeah. They announced that a long time ago, man. Oh damn! Well, did, did they announce Zootopia two and Frozen three? No, I no, wish no, no. Zootopia yeah.
2: two, Toy Story five, and Frozen three are all new. I'm yeah, then
3: then you all right. Well, fuck me then. I guess
0: any thoughts on the other three except inside
2: out
3: too same as you with toy story like i just keep making them they're great they're all good
1: well i think if you give me a good
2: movie what's wrong with it
1: everyone used to say like the toy story trilogy is like you know you compare it to other like you compare it as a trilogy but now there's like a fourth one and now there's light year now there's gonna be a fifth one so now it's gonna have to start being when you're comparing it to like you have to compare to like harry potter and star wars because you can't talk about trilogy anymore it's like a franchise
3: i don't think you could talk about trilogy anyway there's four of them Ready? Right, but I'm saying, like, people used to say, like,
1: oh, it, like, c- calling it a trilogy, but then plus one, whereas, like, now you get th- that possible caveat's out the window with, like,
2: I, I, I so. just think that was out of the way. Ready for, the, the, ready for this show. take, Seth? Ready for this First. take, Seth? Here we yeah. go. Every single Toy Story is better than every
3: single Harry Potter. That's incorrect. That's wild. That's not. Yeah, true. but you also have Return of the Jedi over, like, all Harry Potters, so, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I
2: don't have it over uh, Deathly Hallows. Which Hall's
3: one does you have it over? Oh, is Deathly that your number Al-
2: one? My number one Harry Potter? Uh-huh. No, Return of the Jedi is my number three Star Wars.
3: No, that's what I meant. Is is Hollow's uh, Part 2 your number one Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't All it right. most people's? Or is I think Prison of Us one the general consensus. Sorry, we we don't have to get into that. I was just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we, we, we digress.
0: Uh, yeah. La La Land is, uh, is being adapted into uh, a Broadway uh, musical. Tyler, I can only imagine how excited you are for that. I'm sure that'll get you out to New York eventually. Yeah, should uh, be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that's exciting. That's something to look forward to. And then uh, a bit of news that only, I mean, I only saw it last week, so I apologize. If it dropped earlier. Uh, but Guillermo del Toro's uh, latest uh, project was announced, being Frankenstein, uh, that, Oscar that
2: That part we knew. Keep
0: going. Yeah, the the Oscar Isaac part we knew. Uh, Andrew Garfield playing Frankenstein's monster. That was the latest of the news. Uh, That's a very interesting casting to me. I'm obviously on board because I think Andrew Garfield is one of the best actors of this generation. Should have won an Oscar for Tick, Tick, Boom over Will Smith. Uh, So this is a very interesting collaboration. Uh, I think Andrew Garfield working alongside Oscar Isaac is just a recipe for success. And then Guillermo del Toro, I feel like Frankenstein is just a passion project of him. It's If there's one director out there that's going to tackle a Frankenstein film, it's either Guillermo del Toro or Robert Eggers, so I'm happy I with I was going to
2: say Robert Eggers. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy with about? No, he's doing Robert Eggers. He's doing, doing, doing Nosferatu.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah you, the you could also thing. see him. They're in. the same thing. Yeah, you, you could have switched the two yeah, directors, have, and I yeah. still would have had the exact same yeah. reaction. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on that before we move on? Sounds good. Yeah, cool. Sign me up. Yeah, I have no, no uh, issues with that. I mean... Uh, and then one bit of uh, a nerd news, and it's not even news, it's mostly speculation. Uh, I mean, it's not speculation. It's been announced, but it's not confirmed. Patrick Stewart might be returning as Professor X. He's been told to be on standby. Uh, I'm against this, personally. Uh, I, I didn't like his inclusion in, uh, in Multiverse of Madness, but uh, that, that's just my, my opinion. Um, I think he had a really a incredible send-off uh in logan um and i, I just i don't want to see him being wasted for the sake of you know uh cameo expectations that you know big creators are going to lose their minds over cam it seems like you have some thoughts on that
2: no i just more i liked his inclusion in multiverse of madness this like i don't necessarily i got my cameo kind of like i'm cool with the cameo i don't need like i no no offense patrick stewart he's kind of too old to do what I want to see with professor X, which is like maybe not two movies and maybe more so like 10, you know, professor X is a fairly big character um, considering the X-Men are named after him. But um, I'd like to see him in more than just like a movie or two, you know, even yeah. even though he's sitting in a chair, it's getting it's getting probably hard on him a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that's what I was going to mention about too. Like Pr- Pr- Patrick Stewart being told to be on standby for Professor X, not that Sit hard. By. But if you, imagine if you tell like, God, Jesus, imagine if you tell like, imagine if you tell like Hugh Jackman to be on standby for Wolverine, like that would be awful because he's like, well, okay, now I got to just get back on the sauce, get back in the gym, do insane like workouts just for the chance of being in there. Where at least Which Patrick Stewart is chill.
2: He's looking, he's looking big again. Yeah. He's yeah. looking mighty beefy. Yeah.
0: Whatever, whatever he's... he's, not he's whatever him, he he's shit in his ass. ass again, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, we'll wrap up news there. Uh, it was a pretty light week for news, and we also just wanted to keep it light because we knew our Real Talk collection and Last of Us rants were going to go for a while. Uh, before we get into our draft, uh, we're going to have our, you know, normal, casual conversation on how's everyone's week been going. What have we been watching? I watched Puss in Boots twice. And it it's rocks hell yeah uh, <laughs> uh seth we'll start with you what have you been watching uh ufc last night how else was your week
3: yeah pretty good uh i watched a few these de- i watched uh uh swiss army man which i hadn't seen before which i really enjoyed um it was fucking weird in the best possible way i really enjoyed that uh i watched nymphomaniac which is Pretty much exactly what you what it sounds like is, which was actually quite good. Another Lars von I watched The Dead Zone, which obviously we're going to touch on in the Patreon review. I watched Lara Land, which I, bro, I got so much hate for that. I've never had that really? much hate in my life for for liking a film. <laughs> like my 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 review is this. Admittedly, it did lose it at certain points, but the phenomenal use of colour lighting music certainly made for a very compelling watch. I can confirm, I did in fact enjoy this. Thirty eight comments of just L. <laughs> And the thing <laughs> is, right? I, I, you know, like if I'd if I'd like say like a, a Shawshank, right? I think it's got like a four point five, four point four average rating. And I say if I give it, like a three and a half, I'd get people being annoyed. Lawland has a four. I gave it a four, so it's like I liked the film. Do you know what I mean? It just didn't. I just you, you didn't
0: like it good. enough. You didn't like I it didn't, enough.
2: I didn't. I didn't comment. <laughs> I didn't comment on it, so I'm out of that. But I, I did quote tweet. I did quote <laughs> tweet. <Does that laughs> Worked no, uh, Not a comment. And then, count. I uh. <laughs> hey it, seth man. real quick before you move on and this is just for emma can you um do an american accent for me can you just try one which which one like give me just it. like a like a howdy y'all kind of thing no an american accent. come on <laughs> no, or or point. not even a howdy y'all just I told can you her just her say hi, try... hi my name is seth yeah yeah just try. i told her i'd try to get you to do an american accent if, like, if just... you give me like a... yeah but you have to give me like an area don't you like, like i don't know george like a new york
1: a george new york is not
2: accent. an area george like a new york area no it's too much pressure i'm sorry it's too Aww, pressure. Keep man <laughs> no, <I'll laughs>
1: so, do. you're gonna I have to slide into will, his venmo if you want to make him do an voice, uh... <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to you know uh, i'll, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll I, hey we'll keep this just for emma then you send me a voicemail so. I'll, I'll, voice
0: <laughs>
3: you I'll voice
0: that you have to. i'll voice that you have all right uh tyler what have you been watching this week so of course
1: we've been watching a ton of the real Talk collection movies ticking them on and off and and similar to seth with la <laughs> la Land being a four but it's right on letterbox at four like same thing with a couple of uh, real talk collection movies that I eliminated. With uh, I gave a four point five to Heat and Goodfellas, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it should be a 5. I'm like, "I brought up the average letterbox score. They're four point fours and four point threes. Like I'm helping elevate this score, so I don't know why you're mad at me for not for for giving it four point five when I'm helping." Wait,
2: you gave Heat? So you gave Heat a four point five?
1: Yeah, which I, I definitely uh, like less. I didn't
2: even know you Goodfellas. watched it.
1: Um, yeah, no, I so I, I've been it. I've been cruising this week on my assigned watches. Like I watch Old Boy, uh, ten out of ten is what I got from me. And then I run right into the American Old Boy after it, and because I, I wanted to like directly compare them, and I like, and I was so hype after watching the original Old Boy. I was like, let's just see, like it can't be that bad. Um, but I think directly comparing them actually makes it worse because like when I mean, you watch one after another, it, it, it was just so bad and it's so hard stuff, like they just hard truly hard just didn't understand like how the movie of Old Boy works. Like they just didn't understand the source material. Um, oh. Yeah, let's see. I watched both Magic Mics. They're fun movies. I didn't think they were great. I think me you not George, seen the
2: first you gave the original a low a low score. I think what would you give? It? It?
1: Three star. I mean, I just thought some of the that's acting performances were abysmal. Like like know. the main guy Adam, who the movie books. like revolves around, is so awful. And and all the dancing scenes, I couldn't stop looking at Kevin Nash, like the super tall guy. Because I need to post a clip of it because he's so bad and just refuses to commit to any of the dances which just like sucks like everyone everyone in magic mike is putting themselves out there like none of them are like comfortable like stripping and going all out dancing on stage like i'm sure every actor had to like really push their like abilities to be able to do this so the fact that he's just up on there like less than half assing every dance when everyone else is just going insane just like kind of pissed me off honestly he's like dude fuck you like do you think you're like too good for this or like or are you just not good enough at dancing which why were you cast um but yeah, that's about I it.
2: I like the first Magic Mike. I'll um, be I just I to it. It. Three out of five. I haven't seen the second.
3: Sorry. Tom, I like you haven't first. logged the first one, by the way. So there's another yeah, film. I probably played. haven't seen it in a long while, man. I got. Yeah, but know. you usually just chuck a number at it, don't you? As well. yeah but
2: this one i usually chuck a number at movies i've seen like more than once or twice like i've seen a good amount and i'm just like i'm not going to watch it again anytime soon uh this one i i couldn't t- i just remember liking it a lot and i feel like three out of five is a little low but we'll we'll see maybe i'll watch it again yeah
0: okay oh. just segue right all right right, let's tell you
3: done with your uh well there is i guess, I, guess I forgot last won. night
1: 20, i watched 12. split right before bed um, oh yeah no no, no, no. you watched, watched
2: another split. this week that i
3: watched. memories memories of murder
1: i mean i watched like well, 20 movies this weekend like which one i wasn't gonna go you know what i'm one. talking
2: about you know what i'm talking about
1: pitch perfect was I last thought. week dude
2: oh no <laughs> oh, wait, it no. was it w- no it wasn't because i was a,
1: oh, okay yeah no, i guess i watched it on like it monday a, i watched it right after the pod yeah, yeah it, it's fun yeah. like it was a, I had a what lot did you fun. give uh, it the 3.5
2: you uh the per- only the only thing I, want to I was i was waiting for uh i was waiting for uh your review like i meant i messaged you about it i'm like just fucking review the damn thing um so i was waiting for it i wanted to see what she said and and the one thing you mentioned is like you didn't like fat amy which you know i understand i i think fat amy's hilarious in the first one but if you watch like two and three so fat amy is a great like side character i i I really like her and i've thought about this a lot my in-depth analysis of pitch perfect like i think she's hilarious like calling herself fat amy in the first one so skinny bitches like you don't say behind her back that like makes me laugh in the second and third though they're like you know what people liked they liked Fat Amy. Let's oh, make no. her a main character and that's where it just. The people, it,
3: like, people like Rebel Wilson, I don't think she's for nothing. No, I is. don't
2: think she's that great no, she's as great. really anything, but I I liked her in I like her as Fat Amy in the first um. She's loud. Also, by the way, good great for her. She she looks incredible now. I don't know. She, you, she, none she of you weird. Definitely none of you she watched has. like senior year um, from like 20. Was it 2022? It may have been it last, year. Be last, year, think, yeah. last year. I um, think you may have watched it, Tyler. I don't think anyone else has, but it's not not a good movie. Wow. Yeah. does look, yeah, she does yeah, look crazy. Really, see. really good for her. She is very. Just um, like Madonna. And, yeah. Uh, so uh, not Fat Amy anymore. But yeah, I, I, I saw that one comment and I'm like, you would hate like two and three because they really yeah. lean into her being. A funny main character.
1: Well, I reviewed it for you. And what's funny is I reviewed Pitch Perfect and oh, then a I day wanted. later I reviewed Memories of Murder. And you comment on my Memories of Murder, like, yeah, no one cares I, I about I this review, pitch review perfect. Pitch Perfect. I'm like, I yeah, posted I it yesterday, it dude. Um, I but yeah. Then the last thing I was gonna say about Split <laughs> is like my take on M. Night, which I don't think is like a negative take, it's just a take. I think he's like actually an underrated director but I don't think he's a great writer. I think the writing is where he suffered. And I'm not just saying just the dialogue. I think he needs to be a lot, I think he needs someone to like rein him in on the writing for a lot of these. Cause I think he just goes a little, not off the rails in terms of doing out there ideas. Cause all of them are out there ideas, but I think the writing could be tighter in almost every movie I see from him. Cause Split actually didn't enjoy as much as most people did. But I think directing, like, I think he's a very, very good director. But his writing is what uh, I think yeah. could be improved.
3: I kind of agree. I think like his strong suit is his camera and composition. Right. I think his ability of, of shot selection is amazing. But some of his films are like it's, writing-wise, the, uh, it kind of loses me at certain points. The, the video I sent you guys of his. Why aren't you out? Why aren't you out
2: making millions of dollars, licking licking beautiful women's toes from uh from signs all time mm-hmm. line. All-time line. All right, said, great film though. I love science. <laughs> I, mean, I like science too. I just think that's a funny-ass that's line good. that I didn't pick up on when I first watched <laughs> it, but saw a clip. All right, uh,
3: Cab, what
0: yeah. Are you watching? I took
2: up. I took all all my time. I don't want to harp on this too much. I've been watching a lot of DC animated movies, George, because nice. I I saw oh, you bad. watch uh, the Dark Knight Returns parts one and two. I'd seen, um, and I texted you and I was like, they're, they're they're really great. I don't know if you had seen them before, but then I realized I hadn't logged them, so I watched them both back. Um, I just really like them. And then the Flashpoint Paradox I never watched, and I saw you rated pretty highly, so I watched it very good. Um, the movies we reviewed, uh, and then some others that don't matter, but I just I I, I want to be I want to be Pitch Perfect's number one fan, I've decided. So I tweeted about it this morning. Um the treblemakers were robbed at at nationals. Never forget. <laughs> I, uh, I, lo- I love the Bard and Bellas, but the treblemakers have the better better final performance. They're making
1: like a spin-off series with Adam DeMamp.
2: Which the, is interest, or Adam Devine. T-
1: Devine. I, I think it's, it's Adam uh, DeMamp in Workaholics, and I was getting
2: confused. Oh, okay. Uh, never mind. I was going to... I didn't even see that actually. I thought you were saying with uh, Jesse played by like Skylar Aston, but he's not even in the third. So I was going to say that's interesting. But Literally the only thing I saw, they saw they that was, was at that.
1: Universal Studios, like walking out, they had like a big poster for it. And then like Riley was like, oh, I guess they're making. Actually, I think I did see
2: show. that. It's like a series. doesn't matter. Right. It's probably going to be shit. I, I, Bumper, again, Bumper's funny in the first because he's like a side character. Um, and then in the second, they really lean into it. Um, and he's not that funny anymore, but doesn't matter. And, hey, I probably watched other things, but I took up all, all my time. Go Boilers, that sort of thing. They played in
0: it. <laughs> um, I'll run through mine quickly. Uh, I, I, like Cam said, I watched The Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two, which those are just movies I watch once every two months just because of how much I love them. I rewatched American Pie, which again, me and Victoria do quite often just because of how fucking good it is.
3: Me, me and I don't do that. I love it. So them. funny. I
0: don't care. It's one of the. It's like super bad. Doesn't matter how many times I watch this movie, I'm gonna laugh every single time. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, especially the first one.
0: The first I did. One. Uh, I did check off another M Night movie off my watch list, and that's Lady in the Water. Uh, unfortunately, this is one of the most lifeless piece of shit fairy tales I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, sorry, it sucked. It was so bad. Um, I, I also watched Jung E, which is a 2023 release. I haven't I even heard of that. Which one, Jung E? Is it on yeah. Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix. Okay, yeah, um, maybe I I won't get into it too much. Uh, I, I think I. I think my two and a half out of five stars is a bit high, honestly, but I just think I'm so attracted to science fiction that I enjoyed the the big action set pieces that I was watching, but it was too personal of a story with characters I didn't give a shit about, so it, it kind of fell flat for me. It's in it Korea. Uh, it is. Okay, I'll look at it. Um, and then I rewatched Puss in Boots, like I said. I actually rewatched it right after The Last of Us, Episode 5, because I needed to watch something happy. The needed to cry again. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I turned it on because I wanted to be happy, and then I remember that this is an animated kids' film that touches on anxiety and panic attacks, That's not really as happy as you would expect it to be. No. Uh, but that's it. Uh, that, that's our uh, bulk of our episode. Time to get into our draft. The draft of the week is uh, female-led movies. Uh, there are uh, contingencies, so a movie like La La Land cannot be drafted because even though Emma Stone is a female lead... She is a co-lead with a male. Uh, so movies like La La Land, Marriage Decision Story, to Decision to Leave, the Before Trilogy.
1: Yeah, pretty much uh, any romance because it's going to be... A- basically but, a yeah, much- Unless yeah. it's a same-sex romance.
0: Um, and I'm yeah. sure as we go along, uh, we'll, we'll perhaps argue about a couple of movies here awesome. and there. But hopefully not. We'll see. Uh, the Order is George, Tyler, Seth, and Cam. I swear to God, that's not rigged. I know it sounds like it's rigged, but it's not. Like, I hate when one of us... Is first in our I, I, I
3: don't think first is like. I hate having like, the
0: first spot. If I could switch to Tyler like or it. Seth, I would. I hate having the first spot. There's too like much it. pressure, and then you have to wait seven turns until your next pick. Uh, but whatever, it is what it is. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Uh, my number one pick should be the most obvious thing in the world. It's my second favorite movie mm-hmm. of all time. Uh, it might cause problems. problems. You guys tell me. Uh, it's a rival.
3: No. I, like no it I like it. I like it because you you haven't pondered and you've gone with your favorite. I will. Right.
2: I, I will it. take that. I think. Yeah. 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 That's fine. No. Yeah. That's clear. Okay. I didn't know we were these. gonna consider like. Jeremy I have. I have a couple uh, that definitely. Like, I I'd you know, consider Amy
3: Adams the standout. So. She is yeah, definitely the lead. That's, that's the lead. What Okay. All right. I'm happy. That's well. kind of a
2: situation yeah. where like Jeremy Renner is like the co-lead. Yeah. But, like She's the lead. She's there. All right.
1: Tyler, um, honestly, thought you were gonna take this first. so I'll go Alien. give My favorite science fiction movie. Oh, that's, that's a good
0: i i i don't think there's like clear first round picks but i had a no. feeling alien was right. like i just thought
3: okay so um i'll go i'll go silence with the alums that's pretty <sighs> big for me <sighs> that's going um
2: so i have two picks and i i'm gonna go i don't know this one is like my my toe of the line but i'm pretty confident it should pick fit i'm gonna pick uh, everything everywhere all at once
1: definitely okay. Okay. Stephanie right. Sued, yeah, Jamie okay. Lee, yeah. Michelle Yeo. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I mean, I mean, like three I just, women. Yeah. yeah I, I'm yeah. more so meant. Yeah. Just I did
2: not Michelle think that Yeo was going to go main. first round. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's my highest rated. Maybe. Is it really? I, I don't know. It's higher yeah, than Arrival. It's higher than Alien. And it's higher than uh, well, uh, uh whatever. I just uh, science with them. So mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Um. So yeah, I think that's my highest. And then we're gonna go Sicario. I think. I think that really. Yeah, that's not my highest rated, but I do really love Sicario.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a great pick.
1: Two D's already taken. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh Denis. yeah. you he, he got that dog in him.
3: I'll I'll go ooh. I'll go I'll go Black Swan. I, love
0: Black Swan. I, I knew you were gonna take that. Going, like, Yeah, I kinda I, right, I right knew there. I knew Seth was taking at one or two yeah. if it was on the board. Back okay. to Tyler. There's
1: a lot of places I could go here.
3: There's a ton of places we can go.
1: I, I, yeah.
3: I think, I, I think I'm going to get mine, to be honest.
1: But I'm going to go with... Spirited Away.
2: That's a good one. That is a... You know, that's a pick I
0: thought of and then thought, Anne. and...
1: I, why did an interesting. Why pick from I Tyler, on my thing? I think. Tyler, George, that's
3: an interesting...
0: why, George,
3: why didn't we have that? Well,
0: here's why. Tyler said last week after our animated film draft, he... He had a feeling that the two of us picking anime was going to hurt us, which it did. But Spirit Away is I like. I think really... that's the
1: only one that branches out. Yeah. Even I don't think people consider it all consider think... it to be the best. I think that's the only one that transcends the medium.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Um, uh, that? Jesus,
0: man. Yeah. Di- I, I have two picks. Uh, I, I have such a long list of like female led movies right I in front of double. me, but Sorry. I have no idea where to go. Um, I think my next pick. Oh, possibly a hot take. I'm gonna say Gone Girl. Mm. Uh, Is that can we
3: count that? It, oh, yeah, because I was that? I was you Gone Girl. I, no, because I think that's that's no. both of them. I said Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck's that's, in it more than, than Rose. So yeah, that's more yeah. so. She's I, like,
1: think no, I think it's both. I
2: think it's Ben Affleck's more so in that. All
0: on right, all right,
1: right. unfortunately have to veto.
0: That's respectful.
2: Yeah, I got to veto that one.
0: I fear I fear this pick may also get vetoed. Knives out.
1: No, I think
0: mm. that's fine. I think
3: that's fine. I
1: under the That one I would say is more female led than uh
2: yeah. girl. Fine. <laughs> if I thought of that on my list, I I, I
3: wouldn't well, take it already. But why it's that's fine. being questioned. Why is no, it it Craig follows it's the only, yeah, in my opinion. It follows it's Anna, Yeah, but it's it. Story, yeah, yeah, it follows I, hey, her fine, story. Right. So I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna, Gone I'm Girl go. doesn't
1: really follow Rosamund Pike. It's more like Ben Affleck. So I am not trying I'm to figure out what's
0: going on with.
1: I allow it. Cam's just upset because I know you're. That's fine.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh my my next pick and I am just trying to pander. I I'm I'm going for votes. I haven't won in three weeks and Cam's won twice and that's just despicable. Uh I think animated. congrats to Cam, by the way. Uh I'm gonna take Kill Bill.
1: Mm-hmm. Volume Damn. one. Nice. That was that was online. That was online. Definitely. Definitely had to be drafted. I think I can't. So am I next? Yep. You are. There's still there's a lot of directions that you go here. Cam yeah, I think if a, I don't cow. pick this one, Cam might get it, but I'm kinda of fine with him getting it. I'm gonna go Little Women. The twenty nineteen oh, version. Really? That's
2: great, yeah, That's that, I, I have I have two higher, so I'm okay with it. Okay. But I do like Little Women a lot. That Little Women.
3: I, I, think I, I think I know I Think, what think I know which one you're
0: gonna in. steal. Yeah, I have a
3: feeling I know what Seth is gonna go with. Maybe. I don't know if you do. Is it a romance? No. Mm-hmm.
2: Mine the no. one I'm thinking of is the yeah. one I am is not. So
3: I'm gonna break the, the romance theme and like Tyler said, same sex romance in my top thirty of all time. That is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's what I thought you were gonna pick. Yeah. That's, what oh, that's not what pick. I thought you were gonna pick, but that's a
3: fuck I don't know what you thought I was gonna pick, Tron now. Oh, oh my no, not, my idiot. next
2: pick is a actually I'm gonna take so maybe if people are looking at my graphic that I'm gonna take the more known movie first. I'm gonna take aliens. Um, I, I, which I have to be higher than Alien, um, but so and then I. next pick. Actually, I have that higher rated than this next one, so who cares? This movie isn't re- isn't like known enough, so it probably won't give me votes. But I really fucking love it, and I think it's great. I'm gonna give it to Promising Young Woman.
1: Great movie, fant-
2: fantastic great movie. crime thriller. I didn't see it. You should, Seth. I think you yeah, like. it. I
3: probably should. It's five out of five for me.
1: Interesting.
3: Okay, back to Seth. Come on, um. There's a few I could go for here, but they're not going to get me votes, so. Oh, no. Do you know what? We Actually, don't pander. Thinking about it, I know I'll get my next one. And I'm going to do a cam and give my favorite female-led performance of 2022. Yep. And that is Tar. Why is that a me? Because <laughs> you said i ever all at once. Oh, so okay, okay,
2: leader. okay, yeah, yeah. I get
3: you. I had a... knew that was coming not still like not what pick.
0: i thought you're gonna pick i like that pick.
3: i think i know what you think i'm gonna pick i'm between two of them
0: i might pick it with one of my next yeah i know i know you'll, you'll know be yeah yeah but, I know it tyler your turn
1: this one is probably gonna be more for votes but also i rate it very highly and i think a lot of people do too like i think it's just genuinely like very well liked movie but i'm gonna go oh, which one do i want i'll just go the original the hunger games
0: oh, yeah I didn't even have that on my list,
2: honestly, but that's a good pick. That's that's gonna get you votes. I still do. I'm so, catching fire rated say,
1: higher, but I want to pick the Hunger Games.
2: I ones. I will say, yeah, Catching Fire is the better movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I think that's also a great point too. But I feel like the Hunger Games is I think, more. I feel like you kind of you kind
2: of can like you know if you
0: put the Hunger Games, it'll encompass
1: right, the
2: yeah. whole
0: thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't. I don't want to pander, but just because I really want this movie on my list, so I'm gonna take. My second favorite female-led movie, and that is Lady Bird.
2: I, I thought that
0: would—I didn't think that would get back, but then I like saw my list, and I'm like, "Damn, that's."
1: So I knew better. George for sure was gonna take it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just had that. If, if, if it doesn't get me votes, whatever, I wanted out my team. That's that that's a big player. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my final pick, God damn, are there so many options left? I'm so staring many. at my screen right now, and I have no idea yeah. what to do. Um god i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with pan's labyrinth
1: wow um,
3: i didn't even have that oh man i oh, would it been. still on
0: mine. neither of those in the movie i thought you were gonna take Seth. the movie i think i surprised you haven't taken no it still. i've just
1: found one that i'm
0: gonna take okay i'm, I'm curious tyler That's final good. pick
1: you know this one might hurt me for votes but one of the best female lead actress performances of the past five years Yes, Terry. Yes, that's yeah, what that, I thought that's what you were Wow! Say. Wow! That's, that's wow.
3: I've I don't think that'll that hurt you. I, no. do well. I don't think that's going to hurt you. There's a lot you. of people hate hate that, hate that hate that movie, movie though.
2: Really? Really? <laughs> I hated it, but not because it's a bad movie. No, it's, <laughs> <but> yeah, <laughs> it's like, it scary.
3: Yeah, it spooked me. That's why I hated it.
0: All right,
3: final pick. Now, now. So I, I didn't think about this, but it is actually she is the lead under all uh, sites. And that is Rec Room for a Dream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's
0: fine. That kept, that okay, kept I, bouncing back and off my list because I didn't think you guys would accept that. But the more I thought about it. She,
3: Ellen Burstyn is the lead, isn't she? Yeah, she, she
0: is. She is, uh, she is. She is. I uh I, am.
3: I now, have an
2: animated movie that like qualifies as female led, you know, that I know you all know that's a five out of five, but I I think I have to Pander a little bit and get another great movie or very good movie. That, um, but I don't know if people would like this. Oh, I'm gonna pick it. Fuck it. Have you guys seen Molly's Game? That's a fantastic game. Why
0: can't, why can't I
2: think never of it? That's name. a fantastic Trast- <laughs> game. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Molly can't game. even think. Molly's Game, written and directed by oh, Aaron Smirkin. Yeah, He's so fucking good, man. Is. Uh, Seth. But yeah, yeah. Jessica Chastain mm-hmm. stain's fantastic in a Great, movie. That, it is. That's and, such and my fun, fun my fun fact that I always tell, and I've probably told it on this pod already. Play, player
0: X played by Mark, Michael Sarah is Tobey Maguire. There I was go. about to say the same thing. That's one yep. of my favorite fun facts yep. ever. Yep. Uh, that's the fun fact of the day. Seth, yep. I was almost going to pick The Descent as my final pick.
3: Oh, interesting. I was going to go yeah. for um, the Hunt as yeah, okay. Self-made. I'm surprised and you oh, didn't think Coda. Amelie. i love Amelie. Oh, oh, Coda. oh, I didn't even
0: think of Coda.
3: Coda. My, my animated
0: movie,
2: that. obviously, was uh, Moana. I, I think yeah. you
0: oh know. really I thought you to I would have
3: loved it you would have thrown everything I thought
0: oh, you yeah. were gonna I thought you were talking about inside out if I'm being honest
3: Oh here. no I, did. I, thought I, I, thought
0: I, I didn't I didn't think of uh, inside out but yeah that would have counted as well
1: They're I would have ripped movie.
0: Malignant if If I was confident enough in my you first idiot. four picks I would have ripped Malignant as my fifth pick for the jokes
1: We <laughs> went, uh, uh, This movie went undrafted arguably the most critically acclaimed female-led movie of all time The Help Everyone oh, has oh, best no, actors as Oscars from that
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Mulholland Drive, honestly, when you say most critically
2: wow. everyone, acclaimed.
1: Everyone in The Help has Oscars except... Uh,
0: really? Except I thought y'all
2: were going to say 80s for Brady. <laughs> no. Shocked shock I, was, to, I it,
3: was
0: so close to so drafting Mamma Mia somewhere in there. I thought Mamma oh, Mia Oh, man, I, more I, almost, I almost
2: went complete, like, off the rails and went Mamma Mia, <laughs> pitch perfect. Uh, like, I could have thrown Moana in there. Just, like, movies that aren't amazing, but I fucking love them. No,
0: Momnia Mia 2 I fucking love I take that back I don't love oh Mamma Annihilation I, and Ex Machina Two Alex Garland movies Could have been would drafted we,
3: Would we count Fargo? We would yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely Yeah Fargo's
3: yeah. great Without Why a I doubt missing? I didn't have any of these down yeah. So the, the yeah, help has Viola all, Davis
1: but... Emma Stone Octavia Spencer And Jessica Chastain All actress Or Oscar winning actresses And then Bryce Dallas Howard's the only one who hasn't And she's definitely Going to get it probably At one point for directing Maybe Or like She's going to be In the industry long pretty enough pretty for like that Everyone's always like the help, like all five of the main people are like going to be Oscar winners. But also like Felman Luis, which I don't even know if any of you have seen that, but I really like that I, one. I, I that's not a
3: uh, The Exorcist, George.
0: Yeah, Exorcist. There's a, a movie.
2: There. There's mm-hmm. a movie on here that I'm not going to uh, mention right now because I think it'll uh, do pretty well in our next draft. So I'm just going to keep it close to the belt. Well, it's going to overlap well, with
1: like, the next it, draft it, too. It, so like, yeah, Titania.
0: Yeah, and Cam, I'm going to spoil it, is without a doubt talking about Smart right now, I think. No, I'm not. Really? I think this movie's okay. better. Well, I, I don't know if this will
3: be I, I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. I won't say anything about it. right. Time. Let's, uh, let's run
0: through the picks. George, Arrival, Knives Out, 1, Kill Bill, Volume 1, Lady Bird, and Pan's Labyrinth. Tyler took Alien, Spirited Away, Little Women, The Hunger Games, The First One, and Hereditary. Seth took The Silence of the Lambs, Black Swan, Portion of the Lady on Fire, Par and Requiem for a Dream. And Cam, with the final pick, took everything everywhere all at once. Sicario, Aliens, Promising Young Woman, and Molly's Game. I'm very happy with my list. I like all four of our lists. Looking at all four of our lists, yeah, we got... (laughs) that's these are this is going to be an interesting draft this week mm-hmm. um, only, only we will, one more
1: quick honorable mention just because seth tweeted the other day saying he should he watch this yes or no mean girls yes you should watch uh, it's like a yeah, classic funny yeah. great movie
3: i'll take, watch, it. Yeah. I'll take, watch it i'll
0: i'll shout out clueless for victoria because i know she's listening and she loves that movie <laughs> nice uh we will wrap up the episode there uh tyler I believe you want to run through our executive producers. So shout out to the patrons in the top three tiers. You guys are now being listed as executive producers of the Real Talk podcast, and you will get a shout out they at the end are. of every episode.
1: Yeah, so a lot of great Patreon perks for the for the higher tiers, including being listed as an executive producer on these episodes. So for right now, we got some awesome high-T energy executive producers. Blake Huffman, Al Bodie. If I if I butcher your names, I'm sorry. I'm doing my best here. Just know. Mac yeah. Wells marcellus who like comments and messages all the time so big ups to him remy walker seven mod jeffy ben hansy benjamin vetch cameron volker who shout out for the patreon suggestion from him that we did a real quick on evan o'donnell ferdinand scyther john anderson jordan gag relapse tobias johnson and eunice bbx
0: we love you all yeah but we love everyone and everyone also in our other two tiers that and, subscribe
1: and you guys are incredible
2: lungs. who you just said like everyone and everywhere and i said know. Oh, so, so it's right. a little bit That's of a movie, movie, joke. movie all right. joke. we will yeah. end
0: off on a bad cam joke that no one heard <laughs> as always thank you for tuning in uh 23 episodes we'll say this every single week but every new episode we add to our slate is because of you guys the support you all give us so big shout yeah. out follow us like subscribe uh, Letterbox, TikTok, Instagram, TikTok—I uh, think I said TikTok twice. Twitter, uh, <laughs> Patreon, YouTube—I uh, think I got all of them. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, share, comment—do whatever you got to do to help us out. We love all of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great week. Uh, who's winning the Super Bowl, guys? Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah.
3: Chiefs. The the Buccaneers. Nice. Georgia. <laughs> That's George, what you say. Is I'm, saying, I'm saying the Chiefs as well. So, no, that's a
1: team. The you, you got it right. Seth, They're not in Seth, the Super Pick game. one: Chiefs or oh, Eagles? Right. Just okay. name one: Chiefs, Eagles. Uh, the Eagles by twelve points. All right. He's Ooh. the only All one right. to pick the Eagles, so we'll see. Ooh. I mean, oh, you're, I if you're listening be. to this, you already know who's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy your week.